What's up, everybody? Welcome to the greatest one-man show in the history of all mankind. This, of course, is the Dusty Smith Show. Thank you for joining me, folks. Perhaps the most packed show I've ever had, and that's really saying something because this show is always fucking packed. Amazing. I love it when there's plenty to cover. Lots of chuds to make fun of. Gonna be amazing. Look at all this, folks. Look, got a short religious bullshit, but then gonna cover election night, got all this, gonna cover Elon Musk's latest hijinks, which are just mwah, mwah, mwah. three chef kiss delicious, got a decent sized chud watch, gotta finish it off as usual, a little trash world, a couple beyond parodies, you know how we do. A little bit tired, been working out this week, folks. I changed my diet. I've lost like five pounds. I'm getting in shape, feeling better, but also feeling worse because you feel worse before you feel better. So luckily I took a caffeine pill, so I'm hyped up. You guys who watch the show know that caffeine is basically like a crack cocaine to me. So fuck yeah, woo! Dusty's hype for tonight's show. I uh, gotta go ahead and jump in, get it started, or else we're never gonna finish. But folks, uh, get your super chats in. Remember, I read all the super chats at halftime, so you can immortalize yourself forever and ever and ever. In a thousand years, people will be reading your name in my super chats, and I'm gonna read it too. And the more you donate, the more seriously I take your question. You can buy my love. I'm for sale. I'm a cheap whore. Do it. So super chat me. Gonna read all of them at halftime. Super cool. And also like a little note on the show. I figured out how to fix the super chat. So I'm never going to lose the super chats again. Someone, uh, thank you out there, sent me this. Showing me that all I have to do is go on this page. And I just reload it. And it saves all the super chats for me. So I'm never going to lose any of the super chats ever again. So amazing. Get them in, folks. But let's go ahead and kick off the show. As always, open your handles to page one. Religious bullshit. Religious bullshit. Religious bullshit. Religious motherfucking bullshit. Gotta lie, it's religious bullshit. Don't believe all the shit they bring. What you with? It's religious bullshit. Boom! And start us right off with some sexual assault, cause religious people would have it no other way. And uh, I have to admit something, folks. I forgot to read this article before the show. This is the only thing I didn't read, so let's read it together, shall we? Uh, first off, youth pastor accused of sexual assault of adult men. Who the fuck letting this do a sexually assault you? I guess that I should make fun because, like, uh, men can be victimized too, just like women. I shouldn't make fun too much. Uh, police arrested a 69-year-old Wanatachi man on suspicion of rape Tuesday. Ooh, of two other men accused, uh, and after two other men accused him of sexually molesting them while they were asleep. Oh, okay. Otherwise unable to consent. Typical. Michael E. Wilson was identified in a Wanatachi police court affidavit as the leader of a Bible study group that met at his sunny slope home. Uh, that is your first mistake. Don't go to these motherfuckers' homes. Don't go to their churches either, but especially not their homes. You're just kind of asking to get your uh, butt tickled just a little bit. Both men in their 20s. He likes them young, like that young dick. Wilson previously worked as a youth pastor in Winnetachi and Pendleton, Oregon, so this is not his first rodeo. 
he probably molested young boys, got away with it. Now, uh, moving on to adults, probably whoever he has access to. Hey, you fell asleep in my house. You're a fair game. Butthole tickle. Uh, both alleged victims told police the incident took place between 2020 and 2022. One man said in a separate instance, Wilson fondled him while he was asleep. And how do you know if you were asleep? And touched him inappropriately. Why giving him massages? Why are you letting this dude give you massages? I know, don't blame the victim. I know, I'm sorry. But at the same time, I don't get it. Like, it's like the Jesse Lee Peterson thing. People got mad at me because the guys were describing, yeah, he would suck my dick. And then he would walk into the room and he would come back and just suck my dick some more. I didn't know what to do. And I'm like, walk out of the fucking room. Don't let Jesse Lee Peterson suck your dick. And people were like, Dusty, you're blaming the victims. They were raped by Jesse Lee Peterson. And I'm like, just leave. Why are you letting him suck you? But anyway, I know. I know I'm wrong. Um, police said Wilson admitted to sexual contact with both men, uh, but said the contact was consensual and, or inadvertent. Yeah, it was both consensual and inadvertent. I inadvertently tickled their buttholes. Uh, so anyway... Exactly what you would expect uh, from the moral majority, and this guy definitely doesn't look like a creeper, so I'm shocked, as we all are. And then, uh, out of religious bullshit, folks, wow, just saying the quiet parts out loud now. This guy who has amazing hair, dude, what the fuck is, what, what is going on with your chia pet on your head? I mean, I like the fact that you didn't dye your hair, you're just going white, uh, grow up gracefully, but also uh, trim that fucking chia pad. Anyway, he Catholic, y'all, and he wants you to know uh, we should be violent. Violent, just all part of the process. Don't think that violence uh, should be frowned upon. Hell no. Let's let him explain it to us. Now we are in a pitch battle in the political arena, the last remaining line before all out civil war. If you love peace and you don't want to see violence, see violence, then you better get involved on the political front. Okay, cool. And let's be clear about this for all the phony or delusional pacifists out there. Violence in and of itself is not immoral. It depends on the circumstances and sometimes even it's necessary. Self-defense, the subduing That's of an true. aggressor threatening the life of your family. That's also true. The son of God in the temple violently whipping the money changers. That doesn't count. The idea that violence must always, at all times, always be avoided is not Catholic. Remember the Crusades? Sometimes <laughs> violence... Yeah, remember the Crusades? Yeah, that was totally necessary, wasn't it? We had to murder and slaughter people to teach them the love of Christ. What did you want us to do? Just let people have free will to believe whatever they wanted to believe? Hell no. Choppy choppy, motherfuckers. Sometimes violence must be unleashed to protect the innocent. Uh -huh. But lethal violence, because of its drastic, you can never come back from it consequences, right. must never be the first resort. In fact, it must okay. always be the last resort and then not uh -huh. be allowed to turn into an orgy of dominance over the foe. Uh, yeah, you know, like the Crusades. Is that what you're saying? Good God, scary folks. This uh, weird haircut motherfucker gonna kill us all. I'm frightened, y'all. And one more, folks. Pastor Terry Copeland Pearsons used her Wednesday night church service to pray in the spirit that God interferes in our elections. Isn't that cheating? You know, if we all went to the polls and voted for Democrats, why God got to come undo what we did? Don't God like democracy? Don't God respect the will of the people? Oh, no. Let's have a listen. 
And Lord, for these elections that are remaining, these states that are remaining in uh, Congress, Lord, in the House, and Lord, the 30-something elections that are yet to be called, Lord, I pray in the Spirit. You know what you learned last week? Turn the other cheek. Bible says all kinds of shit. Seven times. Make him pay seven times. Make him Make say him it seven times. Seven times. Make him pay Could you repeat it 30 times. more times, please? Lord, I call in that number seven, the number of perfection, God's holy number. I in think the 10 name is perfection. Of Jesus, we call in a stay of a core and a result of holy proportion. Okay. A result of holy and godly heavenly proportion. Uh-huh. I Thank you for angel intervention. Angels, angels, Lord, angels, if necessary, removing every, removing every wicked ballot, removing every fraudulent ballot, remove them, bringing them to nothing, erase them. They are nothing. They are nothing. They are nothing. She forgot about that. They are nothing because they don't exist. But also, like, uh... You Christians are always telling us that the reason God doesn't interfere and like save little girls from being raped and tortured and murdered is because God does not interfere in our free will. So why are you praying for God to send angels to delete ballots that were put there by men? Wouldn't that be interfering in our free will? If God is going to send angels to destroy the ballots, then before you do that, God, could you please go save all the little girls being raped? You fucking monster. Could you go save the kids who are dying 20,000 every goddamn day from starvation? Could you save the fucking rape victim women? Could you fucking help the homeless? Could you literally do anything else before this? If you're going to interfere with our free will. Of course, uh, they want to have it both ways, folks. Hey, God's not evil. God just doesn't interfere. Yeah, he interferes all the fucking time, according to you guys. Just talking out of both sides of your mouth, gibberish. Jibba jabba, and that is my very quick religious bullshit. What you gotta say, dirty sexy pores? I missed you guys this weekend. Or this week, rather. I guess it's Friday. It's the bad part about having a job like this. The weekdays and the weekends just blend all together. That's that cocaine nose, Ron. Yeah, we'd be surprised. You got that Donald Trump nose. Yes, Dusty. Hell yeah. Dusty, don't you know that God is a conservative? I do know that. But at the same time, I thought conservatives didn't want little kids to get raped. Think God will step in on that. Oh, no. Uh, The tongue crap made more sense. That's true. It did. Uh, Okay, let's go home, Mom. Yep. You're drunk. Let's go home. And all right, folks, moving right along. I forgot to make a graphic. This show was so big. I worked on it right up to the 
moment that I started this show, I didn't have time to make a graphic for elections or write a song, but let me write a song off the top of my head. Elections, elections, they were good for the Democrats and Republicans are crying and I'm happy about the elections. All right, nailed it on the first try. Anyway, um, so I was a little bit wrong, folks. A little bit, a little bit wrong. So I get accused all the time of being in a echo chamber, in a bubble. But like the opposite is literally true. I spend the vast majority of my time reading right-wing websites, reading right-wing Twitter accounts, researching what they say. So I'm like marinated in shud all the fucking time. So I admit, I kind of bought the hype a little bit. I thought a red wave might be coming. I thought the momentum was with them more than it actually was. And also I like to not get my hopes up too much so I'm not disappointed I like to temper my expectations but uh I was pretty wrong folks because it was a great day for Democrats we were supposed to see a big red wave when we always see that on elections um, on midterm elections where we have a Democrat in office usually the Republicans come in and they have a red wave and they sweep it if we have a Republican office uh usually The Democrats sweep it. That's just how people are in this country, I guess. Uh, Whoever's the president, they always punish them by putting the other party in charge of the Congress. Americans are stupid. And it's always happened for the last 40 years, folks, at least. Every election, it fucking happened. So everybody was expecting the same exact shit to happen this year. But Biden, man, dark branding, coming in strong, as he says, We lost fewer seats in the House of Representatives than any Democratic president first midterm election in in at least 40 years. And we had the best midterms for governors since 1986. The American people have spoken, and they have. Oh, we did great, folks. Yeah, Republicans, uh, they got a few seats, but the red wave was a fucking trickle, and they are devastated by it. So before we get into that, uh, let's take a look at what they were saying before the elections happened, and uh, yeah, they were trying to stick it in our face. First off, Pat Robertson, who has a direct line to God, he does, he's channeling God, and let's see what God had to say about the elections. Well, I I think the House is going to go overwhelmingly toward the Republicans. Uh The Senate, they'll probably, uh, the the Republicans will gain a few seats. Uh And coming up in the the next presidential election, I don't think the Democrats have a candidate that we can see right now. Uh And uh, the Republicans have groomed several very, very uh, appealing candidates. So I I think uh, absent some great catastrophe, we're going to see a, a... Tsunami, a tidal wave. y'all. But I, I there you heard it, folks. I, right there from Smeagol himself. God told him, tsunami for the Republicans. And uh, he wasn't alone in that opinion, folks. Uh, Mehdi Hassan made a thread pointing out everybody, not everybody, some people who are calling for the red wave. First, Jesse Waters, who is right now going through a nasty divorce because, uh, shocker, he was having an affair with his 25-year-old assistant. Yeah, the Family Values Party was like, we're looking at a historic, massive red wave coming. Uh, Jim uh, Garagetti 
over at National Review. Midterms predictions, the red tsunami comes into view once more uh, over at the New York Times. Why Republicans are surging. Uh, according to longtime observer of the Washington scene, Newsweek's Peter Roth, a red wave is coming. The only question is, how high will it be? And then there was the New York Post, Michael Goodwin, who bigged up Lee Zeldin's chances under the headline, New York red wave is coming ashore. Isn't that true, y'all? And then uh, The Hill even posting bullshit. How the impending red wave could become a tsunami. Oh, no, we're boned. And then uh, Ted Cruz. Midterms, Cruz predicts that not just a red wave, not just a red wave, a red tsunami, folks, going to crush people, going to leave people homeless, going to devastate our entire society. Red wave coming. And of course, the super genius of the right himself, the election whisperer, Joe Rogan. The red wave that's coming is going to be like the elevator doors opening up in The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think. I think people are just like, what the fuck are you Dirt? saying? You're, they're Dirt? making Republicans. I Dirt? don't know how they're doing it. It's. I had a family member who is an, who's a boomer and a diehard liberal. Uh -huh. And they like told me when I was home this summer that they would vote for DeSantis. And I'm like, how did you lose this person? Yeah. How did you lose this person? This is, a, this is a like, go to the ballot and vote blue no matter what. And you've lost... The red wave that's coming is going to be them. like the elevator the doors opening up. The red wave that's coming, folks. Going to be like the shining red rum, red rum. More like Joe Dumb, Joe Dumb. And he is uh, quite fucking stupid, y'all. But he was the only one who's out there saying, of course, Steven Crowder trying to own the libs. Once Democrats lose, which city will have riots first? Hmm. Did not age well, Crowder. And then... Donald Trump Jr., classiest man in the world. Bloodbath's gonna be a bloodbath, y'all. Except the blood's gonna be yours, Donald. Ooh, the salty, delicious blood. I'm a vampire now, motherfucker. And of course, Tim Pool. I should have known better. I should have known when Tim Pool came out and predicted landslides for conservatives uh, that Democrats were going to win handily. The guy that said Trump was going to win 48 states. Here he is. After. Democrats panic after mail-in votes fall short, signaling massive GOP red wave. Then he made a video. New projections show insane red wave coming. Democrats are freaking out. We are freaking out, y'all. Then he posted a video. Democrats panic over blowout loss as safe blue areas now expected to flip GOP. Oh, my God. He's so good at this. I can understand when he gets the big bucks. Then he posted. Governor admits they are being destroyed by GOP as red wave looms in the... Uh, the dep most depressing part about this is this video, 122,000 views. This one, almost 300,000. This one, 312,000. This one, 204,000. The amount of views this guy is getting. And it doesn't matter that he is wrong every fucking time. They will still support him. They will still flood to his videos. And next week, he'll make more bullshit predictions that won't be anywhere near reality. But it doesn't matter. They want comfortable lies. That's all they want. And he feeds that to them, folks. Reminds me of something I uh, heard a pickup artist say one day. Um, pickup artists are all bullshit, by the way. But this is something they said that's true. And it's that uh, 
when you go out and talk to women in the clubs, it doesn't really matter what you say because they don't actually remember what you said. They remember how you make them feel. And that applies to everybody, especially people like Tim Pool's audience. They don't remember next week what he said last week. All they remember is the false lies he told them, the false hope made them feel good. And it's like a drug. They'll come back for more and more and more, no matter how stupid and wrong Tim Pool is. Always going to happen. It's a great get grift if you can get it, I guess. And uh, here's uh, Christopher F. Rufo. This is the guy that's uh, one of the main people who spread lies about CRT to make conservatives so freaked out about it and ban it in all our classrooms, which it's not even in our fucking classrooms. So he said, the left has spent the past two years pushing chaos in our economy. Critical race theory in our schools not true and radical gender surgeries unto our children are we pushing that so much all the time definitely i got a fucking itch on my back i gotta find something to scratch this with this thing scrubbing me got to crazy and my whole fucking thing is collapsing over here what the hell is going on i gotta find something that'll scratch my back folks it's itching so bad and the, the greatest show in the history of mankind everything is going to shit folks everything is going to shit anyway fuck it um so, he says, uh, tonight they pay the price. Yeah, are we paying the price, folks? We're paying the price. It's so bad. They won so handily. We've been owned, owned. And uh, so, then you knew it wasn't going very well for the Republicans when you watched Watermelon Head Charlie Kirk. You didn't need to hear what he said. All you had to do is look at the stills of his podcast. They put out uh, during the election vote counting. And yep, not looking so good, Charlie Kirk. Bad night uh, there, Charlie, isn't it? Uh, oh, can't even cover up that watermelon head. His uh, eyes are so close together, he can touch both eyes by just like... Tiny eyes, tiny face, continuously shrinking. And uh, let's check in, folks. During the middle when they were counting all these votes and realizing there was no red wave, no red tsunami, uh, Democrats were doing great. Let's see how they handled it. I, I got a question for you. Charlie may want to avoid the finger pointing right now, but I kind of don't. And I think that it's time for people to accept the reality of the civil war inside of the Republican Party. It does oh, seem yeah. as though, talking about doing nothing, man, I've never seen anything more flaccid and linguine-spined than the way that corp the corporate GOP approached this very winnable election. Now, I'm, I, I think there's a lot of synthesis to be done, but you touched on McCarthy. I thought it was wild the way they rolled out this plan for America. I saw nothing about it, nothing. I am obsessed with following the news. I got an entire team of young kids, 20 years old. All they do is look at clips online. Never once did I get a clip about Kevin McCarthy going based, going flamethrower, Kevin McCarthy rip-roaring. Never once! I didn't get a single clip that, like, the corporate GOP did a single-fire thing in this election. And we cover this Benny, day in God and day out. You. We have the best damn people on the internet covering the hottest clips out there. And we go nuts for it. And if Kevin McCarthy did something boost, I would have covered it. I have nothing against it. But I didn't get a single clip, Rich. Nothing. 20 God seconds, bless Rich. You, Benny. And we'll talk over the God break. bless you. 
Am I wrong? Yeah. Oh, t I got no, no. God bless you. They released. I thought we were going to break. They released that uh, mimic of a contract with America. The website was a joke, a disaster. It went up too early. It was amateur hour. Then when they finally rolled it out, it looked like it was written in 1994. And then yes. they took it down and they never pushed it anyway. You have Republican voters being persecuted by the FBI and the government. And he says, Rich, nothing. Stay right there. Nothing. Love it. Love to watch you cry. I'm used to that for that. All the schadenfreude and the just owning good people to own them. But it is uh, quite delicious uh, to watch them suffer and... Uh, Let's watch some more who are watching this happen in real time and see what their reaction was. I'm still beside myself as I'm sitting here looking at all the things that we're dealing with. I just got to say, it uh, needs more flags. And also, what is this traitor over here? Where is your flag, traitor? Psh, so disappointed. And I'm, I'm saying to myself, how? I'm, I'm, I, have to, I have to look at this and go, Carrie Lake is down by 13%. With 70% of Maricopa record, reporting. Told you, they can't let her be governor. Uh, I She'll mean, investigate. They don't they want can't her. Let Listen, her we, we can see the fraud. Oh, can you? We can see the fraud in the machines, Draza. We can see it. We can see it. Then yeah. why are you so feckless to do anything about it? Oh, my God. You guys are so pitiful. If we are cheating, if we were cheating, how weak and pathetic does that make you guys to not be able to do any fucking thing about it? Yes, mail-in ballots. Yes, 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 yes. The Eric system shares all these people and the fraud of stealing people's identities and putting that in and, and, and front-loading the machines with the SQL database, which I said you could do. It showed it in Mesa County. You run the database right next to the thing. I'm still beside myself. So, as I'm they stole it, y'all. They're stealing it from us. I know you're just very unpopular and people hate you because you don't have any platform except to hurt people. And America's actually better than I thought it was. I'm real happy to be wrong about this. We are moving in a better direction than I thought. Uh, this foothold of evil is very strong that the conservatives have manufactured, but it is weaker than I thought it was. And there are more good people than bad people. There are more people rejecting it than embracing it. And it's beautiful. It was a beautiful week. And so then afterwards... Let's see what the response for conservatives were afterwards. Here's a few before and after shots. Uh, first off, uh, from Fox News Morning Show. The Democrats probably should say, you know what? We put too much emphasis on abortion and the threat to democracy and not enough emphasis on kitchen table stuff. Uh, uh -huh. Abortion and democracy were the two of the biggest issues with voters. The <laughs> yeah, shows what you know. You guys put too much effort into the things that would help you to win. Oh, our bad. I know why you're mad. And then Temple, after hyping it up to the fucking moon that the red wave was coming. Here's another example. The red wave cometh. Arizona chaos. Midterms are now with Libby, Drew, and Lisa Maria every day. Hyping conservatives up as one of the number one conservative influencers on the net in the entire world. Red wave is coming. Red tsunami is coming. We're going to win all the seats. Then when they lose, he's like, it's funny how Republicans won. DeSantis Abbas can't run handily. 224 hour seats projected. And yet I see leftists mocking these GOP as if they lost conservatives limiting the result. The forecast was so bad for Dems that the GOP winning this well is considered a loss. Huh? I wonder why. I wonder why the forecast was so bad for Dems. Who? 
who could have been hyping that up this entire time, uh, which led to what we're seeing now, everybody feeling that the Dems came in uh, behind. Hmm. Wish I could put my finger on the bald motherfucker who did that. It's like the dude in the hot dog costume. Who could possibly be responsible for this? And um, <laughs> Matt Walsh. Here's a little before and after. Before, he's like, the pollsters may not be asking about it, but there's no doubt that the Democratic Party was partly doomed by its decision to go all in on gender ideology. We successfully made this a losing political issue for them. That's right. The whole gender thing is super serious, y'all. We blew it up, turned into a huge issue, and that's why they're going to lose. And now he says, the Republican Party outside of Florida has no message. Whose fault is that, motherfucker? You're the one that chose to focus on hate, bigotry, and bullshit. No discipline, no leadership. You're one of the leaders, dude. No courage to comfort to confront the important issues head on. <laughs> That's why they're losing to literally brain-damaged candidates. We need a total overhaul. Yes, they focused on the shit you told them to focus on, and they lost miserably. I wonder who could be to blame for that there, Matt Walsh. Certainly not you. Anyway, no responsibility whatsoever. And uh, then Bridget Gabriel. At first, she was like, the red wave is almost here. Polls close in some states in just 33 minutes. It's time to save America. Yeah, we're going to do it, y'all. We're going to do it. Next thing you know, she's like, Generation Z is destroying the country at the ballot box. Oh, no. The youngins voted for people you don't like. Fuck them, am I right? And they did, folks. Generation Z, young folks came out in droves. They fucking saved our asses. And uh, awesome. I'm happy to do my smart my small part to reach the the young guns uh, they don't usually vote but they're getting fucking serious and a lot of the reason is because of all the hate people like bridget gabriel are pushing out there all the bigotry they're fighting back against it and uh, it, it's beautiful to watch go ahead turn against the youngins see where that gets you gonna vote harder next time and uh here's a little 40 second clip to show you how the midterm meltdown is going over there on fox news I can't believe John Fetterman won. This is, in fact, bad for the Democrats. They're going to misread this. It's like, oh, we won. Joe Biden was not punished. This morning, had there been a big red wave, everybody would be going, blame Joe Biden. Can't say that the, now. You can't say that right now. It's still a win for pro-lifers. This new generation is totally brainwashed. When we just owned the libs, we, we didn't win those races. This is not a surprise. We knew it would be extremely tight. Forget the red wave, the red tide, whatever it was, it doesn't matter at this point. They're always going to spin things against us. Single women and voters under 40 have been captured by Democrats. So we need these ladies to get married. That's right, put a ring on the finger. Gotta stop these women's all out there voting for people we don't think they should vote for. Men's, you better lock that shit down. And then you say, hey, Missy, no, you don't vote for Democrats. You get in the kitchen and make me a sandwich. MAGA 2024, get the fuck out of here. See how that works out for you. Working real well so far, conservatives and... Uh, He's so close, folks. He's so close to figuring it out, but he's too busy fucking his assistant to really get it. McConnell spent close to $400 million on these Senate candidates. Uh -huh. 
I don't know what goes on behind the scenes, but that is a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And we didn't pick up a single seat. So either some of these candidates are garbage oh, you think? or the money's not being well spent. That too. But Trump's sitting on a massive war chest in Mar-a-Lago. Where'd that money go? Uh-huh. We don't know. Yeah, but you don't really care. Spent you didn't call him four. fucking out for it. You did nothing but suck his balls. You guys caused this to happen. So cry about it more, fuckos. And uh, then uh, let's hear him. Uh, I already played this clip where he was talking about how women need to get married. Yeah, he's blaming women. Of course they are. Gotta blame somebody. Stupid women's. And uh, here's another one. Blaming the crazy women out there. You have the best example. Michigan, unbelievable. State House flips, state Senate flips. Six months ago, you would have written Whitmer off pre-Dobbs. She wins handily. Um, in five states had abortion referendums, including my home state of Montana. All of them passed. I mean, this abortion is becoming the issue that's driving turnout. You Last think? night, exit polls, you guys talked about it earlier. Democrats win independence in a non-presidential year. Just no polls saw that coming. And it was because these women just went crazy. You That's have the right. best example. Women went crazy. Can't believe you guys took away their right to choose and forced them to carry their rapist babies. And uh, they didn't like that. Crazy women not wanting to carry rape babies. What's wrong with them? You will carry your rape baby and you will like it, ladies. And the transformed wife also wants you ladies to know, are you still so thankful for your ability to vote women? Huh? Women overwhelmingly vote Democrat and for abortion. There are numerous good reasons that God ordained men to be the leaders and ones in authority. Yes, there are bad men, but women weren't created to lead. That's right. Are you happy now? You guys have the right to vote. Instead of we're forced to carry rape babies and stay at home and make sandwiches. You guys are fucked now because of your freedom. And uh, even Ingram starting to realize they done fucked up. Talking a little bit of sense here. So going into 2024, the Republicans are going to be looking for candidates who are focused on winning. Not just making a point or settling a score. What were they focused on before? So to really change the country... We're going to have to win, and we have to win over voters outside our traditional base. That uh -huh. means young people, too. Yes. How are you going to do that? That's got to be the goal for the next presidential How election. How are you going to do it? The populist movement is about ideas. It's not, though. It is not. It's literally, you guys put forth no ideas whatsoever. You just trash the other side, and your entire focus is to hurt people and own them. What are you going to do differently? All of your ideas are completely fucking unpopular to the young. Hey, let's make rich people richer. Let's... Force women to carry rape babies. You know, none of that shit's going to win them over. You have nothing. Not about any one person. If the voters conclude that you're putting your own ego or your own grudges ahead of what's good for the country, they're going to look elsewhere. She's literally shitting on Trump, folks. That's going to be a theme that we're going to cover more. But they're turning on him finally. Some directly and some indirectly, but it's pretty clear what's going on. And then more Bridget Gabriel. Shitting on the youth, bad idea. She's like, a person's brain doesn't fully develop until they are about 25 years old. That's why the vast majority of Generation Z voters are Democrats. Generation Z thinks that doing drugs in the street should be legal. Generation G also thinks speech that offends them should be illegal. Raise the voting age to 21. 
Generation Z wants to live off the state and destroy the state at the same time. Generation Z is destroying the country in the ballot box. Please keep this up. Because now we know they're actually going to vote. Now we figure out how to motivate them with the internet. Uh, keep ostracizing them. Keep poking the bear. Gonna get ate up by these young ass bears. And uh, Jack Piece of Shibik, not very happy about it. Of course, gotta do what they do. Go out there and lie about what the left wants. Let's listen. But, and this is. I wanna say this. You saw how unmarried women went for the left in droves something like 37 points Definitely. the 68% win okay uh -huh. the left literally wants to turn everyone into an unmarried woman literally <laughs> literally and you know what i mean by that i do know that's what you mean that's transphobia you're trying to uh shit on trans people and claim that the left wants to turn everybody trans and uh obviously completely fucking stupid hey i'm on the left and i have uh no intention, no interest in turning anybody into an unwed woman. I am very happy being a man. I am an unwed man. I am uh, very going to stay that way, most likely. But uh, don't want to be a woman. Don't want to turn anybody into a woman. This is so. This is why you guys are losing, though. You, you understand that, right? You just constantly say ridiculous bullshit that has no bearing on reality whatsoever. And young people know that. Young people can see this, and they're like, uh, "No, we don't." Not, has nothing to do with why we voted for Democrats. Because we, like, we don't want to carry rape babies, and we don't want global warming to destroy our society, and uh, the wealth inequality is as great as it's ever been. We don't think billionaires should be sucking all the money out of the system, and like all of that. But no, it's because they're trying to trans everybody, y'all. What they want to do, because that's how they win. So that shame, that regret, that bitterness, that anger that's just kind of there the super pro-abortion vote that's what they want to maximize throughout the country i'm not saying all unmarried women like that by the way I'm i love how they're angry about fucking everything but they're claiming we're the ones that are angry uh sorry dude but i'm fucking happy as shit and then a baked alaska who should be in prison but instead he's hanging out with the other white supremacist on bugarit nick fuentes show um they're like I don't even care anymore. I don't even care about elections. Fuck all this. I'm going to Russia. Yeah, no, you're not, motherfucker. Basically, I don't give a fuck about the elections anymore, and I just <laughs> you're back. <laughs> I'm not like I I went and I pissed, and I'm like, dude, I Fetterman can win. Fuck all this shit. I don't just give me my fucking Twitter back. I'm moving to Russia. <laughs> fuck elections. They're all gay. So that's my take. I That's where I'm at. I, I want my Twitter back, too. I would rather have my Twitter back than a Senate majority at this point. Oh, I mean, like, I came into this, like, so optimistic, like, woo, Red Hurricane, and slowly got battered down by reality, and then I'm just like, dude, fuck this shit. It's all rigged. Fuck this shit. It's all rigged. No, everybody just hates you because you're garbage. You're garbage humans, and... Our society is rejecting you, so uh, go to Russia. You're going to fit right fucking in, motherfucker, even though we both know you're never going to do that. And then uh, Donald Trump, folks. So you guys know who Drill is? Drill is this very famous Twitter account, and it's a parody account um, where this guy named Drill, I guess is what they call themselves, makes fun of himself by posting these tweets that are cringe and stupid where he tries that cool but are actually... Uh, you know, purposely to make him look dumb. 
And people spread them everywhere. And they use them as examples to make fun of people. And literally what Donald Trump is saying here is a drill tweet. It's crazy. I'm going to show it to you. But Donald Trump pretending like he not big mad that they lost uh, horribly. And all the candidates he supported lost horribly. Not all of them, but many, many of them. The ones that were supposed to win lost. Uh, he says, for those many people that are being fed the fake narrative from the corrupt media that I'm angry about the midterms, don't believe it. I am not angry at all. Did a great job. I wasn't the one running. And I'm very busy looking into the future. Remember, I am a stable genius. Just hilarious because this is a the most famous drill slash went tweet of all time is. And another thing, I'm not mad. Please don't put in the newspapers that I got mad. Just hilarious. Uh, timeless tweet from way back from 2014. Evergreen and uh, folks, I'm starting to think Tim Pool might be a fascist. We don't want lowest common denominator votes. Oh, oh, shocker! Tim Pool doesn't want everybody to vote. Huh? Wonder why? Yeah, maybe the Democrats do. I do. As a society, it should be on a scale of one to a white folks and landowners hundred. The difficulty in voting should be maybe a 20. It should be easy as shit. We should be voting on the internet. There should be a national holiday where everybody gets off work. They have all day to vote, and it's super fucking easy on the internet. You can make it on the blockchain or something. I don't know. You guys can figure something out to make sure it's not uh, uh, corrupted. A 20. Like, it should be easy, but it should be a little bit of effort. Like, you have to get up and walk to the polling station. I don't think that's too much to ask. But that means Why? people Why? who don't know and don't care and can't be bothered won't do it. That minor, minor hurdle will keep people who don't care from plaguing the system. Or, you know, people that are really poor and can't take off work or don't have the means to get to the ballot box. All that kind of thing, right? Let's make it as difficult for those people as possible. I wonder who those people primarily are. Hmm. Can't put my finger on it. Democrats say everyone should vote no matter what. They should. It's yes. like, so what? Then you have a bunch of people who are like, I don't even know who Joe Biden is. Whatever, man. Here's your here's the vote. It's like, no, no, you're, they're not voting for anything. We what we really want are. are people of sound mind uh, uh, to uh, uh, and principle. Well, wouldn't that eliminate almost everybody who votes for Trump because they're all batshit goddamn insane out of the brain? And responsibility to be like, I think this is what the society needs. We want to make it better. We want to improve people's lives. But if you're getting a bunch of people who don't know and don't care to vote, the system is basically being bogged down by people who don't care. Yeah, well, we That's already know that the left is way more educated, way more likely to be on the, the left if you have uh, some kind of degrees. So uh, what you're saying here, Tim, would make conservatives much more likely to have the opportunity to vote. Is that really what you want? No, he just wants to make sure poor and black folks don't get to vote because... They don't give a shit about the will of the people, folks. They want to rule us by minority, and they've done it for 30, 40 years now. But they're in such a minority now, it's becoming harder and harder and harder for them to cheat to win. So now they're just like, fuck it. Don't let them vote. Only white landowners can vote. And uh, Alex Jones and Roger Stone hoisted by their own petard. I looked up to uh, see what that phrase actually I know what it means, but where it came from. Apparently, a petard is a bomb 
and hoisted by your own batari comes from Shakespeare, and it's where you're blown off your feet by your own bomb. Um, so now, Roger Stone and Alex Jones are worried that because they spread the conspiracy theory, the incorrect bullshit conspiracy theory, that there's tons of voter fraud in this country, that it makes conservatives less likely to vote. <laughs> I love it. Done. And, and people need to stop, stop just counting on somebody else to do it. Uh, I actually think, unfortunately, uh, the results last night uh, add to a growing frustration. What disappoints me is the number of people who tell me that after the last election, they just tuned out anything political and stopped paying attention. Mm -hmm. I mean, their attitude is it's broken. It cannot be fixed. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm going to go to my kids' Little League game uh, and hope that they're not letting boys play girls' sports and vice versa. I wonder why. I wonder why they feel that way. Who could have possibly have beat that thought into their head over and over and over again and made them not care about the elections anymore? Once again, the dude in the hot dog costume. Who could possibly be responsible for this? So uh, well, That's right. You can't hide from this, folks. They're going to destroy us. You can no longer stick your damn head. You're the one making them stick their head this out, Alex Jones. You're the one telling them their vote doesn't count. Why would they vote if they believe you? And Nick Fuentes, once again, uh, just saying all the quiet parts out loud, folks. This is who uh, the, the number one most popular conservative congressperson, Marjorie Trailer Green, hangs out with. They're just telling you exactly what they're going to do, exactly how they feel. You got to recognize the fact that this is a godless country. I hate it. It's immoral. It's wrong. It's heinous. It's evil. But this is an evil country. And this country will surprise you with how evil it is. And that's why you've got to get this out of your head that there is some silent majority cavalry that's going to come out of the woods and save us at the last minute. It's not. When we meet the left on the battlefield and they outnumber us like five to one, that's it. Mm -hmm. But the point is, when you look at these things like uh, abortion, it's popular. People like abortion. Hate it, but it's true. And you can thank the Jewish media for that. Abortion's popular. Sodomy's popular, you know, being gay is popular, totally. being a feminist is popular, mm -hmm. sex out of wedlock is popular, contraceptives popular. are, it's all popular. Fucking that's popular. all, that's not to say it's good, that's not to say it's I like that. Good. Popular means I the like people it. support it, which they do. Mm -hmm. We do. And, uh, and it sucks and it is what it is, but that's why we need uh, dictatorship. <laughs> that's unironically why we need to get rid of all that. We need to take control of the media or take control of the government and force the people to believe what we believe or force them to play by our rules and reshape the society. <laughs> yeah, totally cool. We need a dictatorship. Just put Trump in there for life and force people, put them in re-education camps, make them believe what we do. Totally cool, conservatives. Hey, at least you're honest about it. Uh, but also, no fucking thanks. Try it, dude. Try it. See what happens. But uh, there were a few disappointments during the election yesterday, Beto O'Rourke lost, of course, because Texas is a goddamn trash state. Everybody, everything's bigger in Texas, especially the fucking assholes. How would, you, how could anybody pick Abbott over a goddamn O'Rourke? That's because they don't actually care about uh, their children being murdered in schools. They don't actually care about all the millions of dollars in political stunts and actually billions that Abbott has lost for the economy. All they care about is, my guns, I need to have the right to go shoot people if I won't. So, goddammit. Beto, he did so well. But uh, it was Texas. It was too large of a mountain to climb. But hey, uh, his 
star rose from his performance, and he'll be back to do some other things. So I look forward to seeing what Beto has in store for the future. And also, Ron DeSantis, oh, easily won in Florida, which is not a surprise. But once again, he's just saying the quiet parts out loud. Now, thanks to the overwhelming support of the people of Florida, we not only won election, we have rewritten the political map. Yeah, no shit you did. That's called gerrymandering where they literally rewrite the entire political map to make sure conservatives can rule us by minority, which uh, should be illegal, but it's not for some reason. And also, does he have jaundice? What is happening with your face, dude? Might want to look into it. I think your liver is possibly failing you. Um, Gross. And then, Herschel Walker and Warnock in a dead heat folks how the fuck did herschel walker not lose just in a landslide uh, but apparently there's going to be a runoff now for this seat they're gonna have to do the election again um i do have a feeling warnock might win the re-election I, that's just how i feel about it i think democrats are gonna pour a lot of energy a lot of uh, money a lot of time of course conservatives are gonna do the same thing but herschel walker i just think it's a weaker candidate but we'll see i mean as close as it was and it is georgia so shh, i don't know I'll keep you guys posted on that. And uh, Sarah Huckabee, remember Sarah Huckabee? One of the most uh, unlikable people in the history of mankind. Just looks miserable all the time. Another one of these legacy people. Her father was governor, so of course, they're going to make her governor too. Remember, she used to be the spokesperson for Trump, and she'd come out there all Debbie Downer, and she was so mean and sad and irritable all the time. So, of course, you want her to be your governor. Way to go, Arkansas. Man, Mississippi is so glad Arkansas exists. When people shit on Mississippi, we're like, yeah, but Arkansas, at least we're not Arkansas, and it's a good point. Might want to get your shit together, Arkansas. And uh, then... People were really disappointed in Katy Perry because her dumb ass used her Twitter account. She used to have the most uh, followed Twitter account in history. I don't think it, she does anymore, but it's still, I don't know, 100 million people or some shit. And uh, she had to show off her screen of her voting for the fascist L.A. mayor. Katy Perry posts herself voting for a Republican today. And her stands are scrambling. Yeah. Please stop spreading misinformation because the fo- real photo was her watching Peppa Pig with her daughter. Katie Perry's a single mother who's hustling her way into Vegas. She has no time for politics, so please respect her privacy. Yeah, bullshit. I know this is a joke, but yeah, she uh, voted for the conservative. And nobody should be surprised by this, folks. Like I always say, if you're rich, you're most likely going to be a conservative. That's all they care about is making sure they don't have to pay any money back into the system that helped them to get rich and famous. So needless to say, she got heavily shit on the internet uh, for being a traitor. Angry Bunny says, for a woman who made the beginning of her career about kissing a girl, Katy Perry sure did just shit all over them with her vote. Yeah, she voted for a uh, a homophobe, somebody who's directly against gay rights. Great going, Katy Perry. Of course, Katy Perry used to be a Christian singer, so none of this is shocking. Nancy says, Katy Perry got dragged for her post about supporting an anti-choice tax cuts for the rich, only Republican. She just doubled down and sealed her fate as an anti-choice rich Republican. Sadly, her fans aren't supported by Republican agendas, especially women with unwanted pregnancies. Well, you shouldn't be her fan anymore. Stop supporting her. She doesn't support you. Might want to tell her to fuck off. 
Los Angeles is a hot mess, Katy Perry says, as she photo for Rick Caruso. I almost can't believe this is real, uh, but we can believe it 100%, because uh, she's a piece of shit. All she cares about is money, 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 like they all do. Greed. Greed is their primary motivation. And uh, they just have bad arguments. Here's a real bad argument from Benny Johnson. And he shows this map. New York governor election result 2022. And it shows that uh, most of the counties voted red. Uh, But the most populated counties uh, voted for Democrats, to which he says... Oh, uh, right here. New York is a red state. Isn't that right, folks? Isn't it a red state? I mean, can't land vote? I mean, if you forget the fact that the vast majority of the people live in these blue areas and we go by human beings voting, not land, it would make it a blue state. But no, no, geography, geography can vote and it's a red state. And uh, TJ does a good example of explaining why this is bullshit. TJ says, imagine if you have a house with five rooms. Of the first four rooms, each one contains a Republican. In the fifth room, there are five Democrats. Is this a Republican household? And good point. It's even easier to understand. Because in these red areas, people are much uh, more spread out. And rich people own large swaths of land. So for each big red area, you're seeing uh, just a few people that own all this land. And of course, rich people are more likely to vote conservative than they are to vote uh, Democrat. And it's uh, somebody asked the question, why is this? Why is it that in um, densely populated areas, the people there are more likely to vote Democrat? Well, it's real easy to understand. In these sparsely populated areas where people own a lot of land, they tend to be much richer. In the densely populated areas, they tend to be poorer, uh, which makes them lean to Democratic candidates because they are the party that's most likely to help the poor. But also when you're living in a melting pot around a bunch of people in close proximity, it helps you to realize that we're all kind of one, that we're all the same. Helps you to be less of a bigot, less of a racist, less of a homophobe, and uh, not vote against those people. Where when you live out in the fucking country and have 50 acres to yourself and no neighbors and anywhere in sight, it's a lot easy uh, to get isolated and then be locked inside of your biases and bigotry. So, easily to understand. And J.D. Vance won, unfortunately, folks, which sucks. Who the fuck is voting for J.D. Vance? But it's a trash country. But anyway, once again, this gives us an opportunity to point out the stark contrast between Democrats and Republicans. When Republicans lose... They throw a tantrum. They claim, it was rigged. It was stolen against me. They try to undermine democracy. When Democrats lose, this is what happens. I I have a privilege right now, a privilege, as someone who was the Democratic nominee. I have the privilege to concede this race to J.D. Vance because the way this country operates is that when you lose an election, you concede. Mm -hmm. And you respect... You respect the will of the people, right? We can't have a system where if you win, it's a legitimate election, and if you lose, someone stole it. 
That is not how we can move forward in the United States. This is an, a, a, an essential country, right? And I've said it all throughout the campaign. This is a country built on freedom. This is the essential nation versus China and Russia, countries that don't have freedom of speech, freedom of the press. They have ethnic cleansing. They, they put their political opponents in prison. And I'm so different. One party actually has class. The other one are just whiny piss babies who never take responsibility for anything. Here's another example. Stacey Abrams lost. Here's what she had to say. Thank you. Thank you, Georgia. <laughs> Thank you, Daddy. It is good to be here in this moment, surrounded by your love and support. And let me begin by offering congratulations to Governor Brian Kemp. Yeah, and she's like, don't boo. This is what we do. We concede. We have class. This is why we did better than we thought we were going to do. Because the nation sees the difference and they don't want to be on the side of the whiny piss babies. At least most of them. And it's great. And uh, even the onion getting in on the ribbon a little bit. And this is actually pretty funny. Smiling Fetterman asked Oz if he'd mind slowly repeating concession for the fifth time. And uh, Fetterman won, guys. People were like sending me messages teasing me like, aren't you so sad Fetterman won? Of course I'm not. I was rooting for Fetterman, even though I admitted that I think he's compromised. And I got angry when people tried to say, oh, he's going to have a 100% turnaround. He's going to be fine. Like, maybe, maybe not. Sometimes stroke victims do completely 100% recover. Sometimes they don't. None of us have any way of knowing that. But regardless, I wanted him to win, and he did win. So fucking awesome. Love it. Send Oz back to where he goddamn came from. Yeah, that was me. But it's funny. It's funny. I think he has a good sense of humor about it. And uh, one more on my election coverage, folks. You know who I'm going to vote for next time, for show? I'm going to vote for dicks on butts. Because, like, if there's one thing we need more of in this country, it's uh, dicks on butts. I love when my dicks on a butt. So, oh, no, shoe in. Greatest political name ever. Not running for anything. Just wanted to make a sign. And I love it. I would vote for you for anything, dicks on butts. Just tell me where to go. And that is my election coverage. What you got to say? Get your super chats in, folks. Got to read the super chats. After the next section, I got a long Elon Musk section. Got to cover all the hijinks. But get it in. Or more like yourself, you know what you want to do it. Support the show. Super chat me. LOL, LOL. What the fuck? I know, right? Amazing name. It's not neurological. It's oratory. Okay. You have no, no offense, but you have no way of knowing that. Like, I've seen stroke victims have a very good recovery, and I've seen stroke victims never fucking recover, and I've seen stroke victims somewhere in the middle. All of you claiming, oh, he's going to completely fucking recover. You don't know anything about strokes, Dusty. Bullshit, I don't. I, my, my aunt just had a stroke. Can't fucking walk in a hospital. Been in a hospital for a long time, okay? I mean, it, it, it's different from person to person to person, and pretending like there's some... Magic that affects all stroke victims. They all 100% recover, and we know exactly how he's going to 100% recover. It's just not true. I don't like being gaslit. I don't like being uh, told that 
reality ain't the way it is, I get angry about that. So, but I'm do glad he won. I'm glad he won, and uh, it's cool for me. Fetterman smash. He will hopefully. Hopefully, he's going to get completely recover. Hopefully, he does. Um, you can recover from stroke. Can't fix stupid. You can. You can completely recover from stroke, but that doesn't mean you will. None of us know if he's going to completely recover or not. We have no way of knowing that. We do know that he's compromised right now. Although I did hear his like his his winning speech was quite good. He seemed to be way better than he was uh, in that debate. So he is already rapidly improving, and it's very possible. I am completely wrong, and he could have a complete recovery. Hopefully, hopefully. And all right, folks, moving right along to my Elon Musk coverage. And you guys know what? He shall be Elon, and he shall be a rich man. And he shall be Elon, buying up everything he can. And he shall be Elon, and he shall be a rich man. He shall be Elon. And last time we checked in up on Elon, he was fucking everything up, y'all. You guys remember uh, Twitter checks were supposed to be to uh, denote people who are real like uh, Stephen King. This is the real Stephen King. You don't have to pay any money, Stephen King. We've checked out that this account belongs to you. We put a little check mark by it. So when everybody comes to this, they know it's really you and not some imposter. Hey, uh, this is Lockheed Martin, the company that makes all the aircrafts. We gave you a check mark so people know that you are the real Lockheed Martin. And uh, this is a legitimate account, so no one can spoof you. And then Elon said, hey, fuck that. I want to make money. I just spent... $44 billion on this uh, website that's only worth $8 billion. And also, advertising advertisers are fleeing. And also, I did a leveraged buyout in this company where I saddled this company that's only worth $8 billion with $15 billion of extra debt, which I have to pay a billion dollars a year back on in interest. And, uh, it ain't making no money. So, uh, fuck the entire purpose of blue check marks. Fuck what it was for and it was very beneficial the blue check marks i mean it's what gave twitter its credibility to begin with it's why people use twitter as a news source you can come and you can find the official accounts and what they have to say about things and it makes it very easy to see what's true and what's not and get up-to-date information well elon was like fuck that that's not lucrative. Yeah, I'm the richest man in the world. And yeah, I claim that I bought this website because I want to save free speech. But uh, really, all I want to do is make a buck. I could fund this forever. Not have to change a thing because I am super rich. But no, I want to make a buck, y'all. That's what it's all about. So, in his infinite wisdom, he decided to sell uh, the blue check marks for the low, low price of $8, which completely undermines the entire purpose and integrity of Twitter. What could possibly go wrong? Well, it all fucking went wrong. Uh, we're about to see. So then people pointed out, hey, uh, yeah, if you do this, how are people going to differentiate the real accounts from the people that just paid $8 and bought account? And so Elon, in his infinite wisdom, said, oh, well, what we'll do is we'll have a double verification. All right, so what used to be a blue check mark which meant these people are real, is now a check mark that means they just bought an $8 account and then we'll make something different for the blue check marks that were the old blue check marks. We'll make a new badge that says they're official and they'll be double certified, which basically, it makes all of this useless. 
the whole point of selling the Twitter verifications is so they could be on the same playing field as the other people. In fact, that's what Elon said. There are haves and haves nots, elites that have their blue check marks, and he wants to democratize it by making everybody the same where everybody can just afford a blue check mark for $8 a month. And there's no difference between the haves and the have nots, but then he just made a system that completely undermined everything he said. A new official check for real folks. And so, guys, remember I covered it last week. He ordered his employees to work 80-hour weeks to sleep at the office they had to get this system in place, stat, work your ass off, work yourself to the fucking bone, work yourself to death to get this shit out, pronto. And then he fired half of them after they did. So then, after he worked them to the bone, worked them like slaves to create the system, uh, he immediately got rid of it. But before he did, he released a message that said, hey, what we're going to do is we're going to have this new system where... The really important people are double verified. They don't have to pay for Twitter Blue. They get Twitter Blue, but also they get this little official badge. Not everybody's going to get it. Only the most important people are going to get it. And so he immediately made sure that the worst human being scum, all his friends, all people he follows, gets this special treatment. Like Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse, cat turd, blank, 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 and Liz of TikTok, who is the account that spreads misinformation about trans people who have led to direct violence on children hospitals, threats, death threats. Um, so, of course, he made sure they all got the special uh, official check mark. They all get the blue verification badges as Elon Musk rolls out new $79 per month Twitter blue subscription. Of course, they immediately went to brag about it. Here's murderer Cal Rittenhouse. Uh-oh. Thank you, Elon Musk, for my official badge. Super cool. And he's like, you must not have noticed the blue check mark. I'm elite now. Then he said, oh, yeah, this and it's the equivalent of this, basically. It's the equivalent of a, a participation trophy. Conservatives are all about, everybody just wants a participation trophy these days. Yeah, it's a... Uh, honorary badge like you would give Herschel Walker is completely fucking meaningless but of course Elon gonna make sure all the murderers who are the darlings of the conservative movements have it and then folks you know you done bad when you're a conservative well before I get there and then like some of us we're doing our part to make sure we mock and shame anybody who pays Elon Musk $8 for this bullshit blue check mark I saw a couple people do it um, Jimmy Snow, who was a, an atheist uh, YouTuber, he's the guy that said I was a uh, reactionary, which means conservative. You look reactionary, the word up, it literally means conservative. It's a synonym for conservative. Um, he called me a conservative, but I think he called me that because he thought reactionary meant somebody who gives knee-jerk reactions and opinions instead of what it really means conservative. Anyway, he bought it, and I unfollowed him, and uh, some other people in the atheist community bought it. And uh, I'll show you, like, this. Uh, anyway, I immediately unfollow you. If I see that you paid Elon Musk $8 a month for that blue check mark, I immediately just unfollow you because you're uh, garbage, part of the problem. This meme went very viral. I don't even know what the fuck this meme is. It looks like a mannequin pointing at a woman who's bald and she's pretending like, uh, 
I don't even know. But anyway, this motherfucker paid for Twitter. Yes. Mock. Mock all of them. And uh, not everybody was against Elon, though. He got some huge endorsement for some big wigs. And by big wigs, I mean people look like they have a big wig on their head. A big clown wig. Like Brett Weinstein. Dark web alumni Brett Weinstein doing that butt kissing. Says, the amount of flack that Elon Musk is taking as he frees Twitter from entanglements. He literally didn't do anything, any of that. Suggests he's directly over the target. As someone who has taken a lot of flack from the same quadrants, I say, bombs away, Captain. Godspeed. Oh, my God. The ass licking. Holy shit. I would never even talk about somebody I like this way. What the fuck? Just sycophantic bullshit. Just embarrassing. And, uh... You, you know, folks, you know it's bad when Tim Poole starts making good points. Elon Musk says, complaint hotline operator online, please mention your complaint below. And Tim Poole rightly says, a double verification defeats the purpose of verification. It's confusing and makes an elite versus plebe scenario. Not doing identity checks for $8 blue checks makes them not even real verification. So nothing is gained. True. Completely fucking true. And of course, these are the people that Elon Musk are listening to. People like Cat Turd. People like uh, I Am Mouse Wrong. People like Dave Rubin. People like Libs of TikTok. That's who he's following. That's who he's listening to. So the next thing you know, he's killed the entire idea of double verification. After he's worked these people to the bones, after this is his big solution to fixing the problem of how you differentiate between who is real and who had just bought the check mark, back to back tweets from the Twitter support, the official Twitter account. First off, to combat impersonations, we've added an official label to some accounts. Then the next thing you know, a few hours later, we are not currently putting an official label on accounts, but we are aggressively going after impersonation and deception. Yep, Elon even admitted after Tim Pool griped at him about it. He's like, I just killed it. Yep, I killed it. I got rid of it. This is my big solution, but I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So I had him work to death and then I killed it. But uh, they still had the $7.99 check mark that everybody got, right? If you bought it, you got it. And if you're like a real person like Stephen King or the White House, you had the same check mark. What could possibly go wrong? How could this bite Elon Musk in the ass? Uh, well, in this way, every troll in the goddamn world realized they could fuck over Elon Musk and also fuck over Twitter. By just spending eight bucks. First off, the ball got rolling from someone pointing out a uh, or posting a fake account they made as LeBron James. LeBron James, King James. They did this for eight dollars, and they said, "I'm officially requesting a trade. Thank you, Lakers Nation, for all the support through the years. A hundred onto bigger and better things." A lot of people actually believe this one because he has the check mark right and it says King James. And then someone else made another one for the coach of the team, uh, for the coach of the Raiders. Josh McDaniels is out as head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Source, and yep, Adam Schefter, that's supposed to be him. It's got a blue check mark. It's got to be real. And there's actually no downside to the trolls using the Twitter check mark this way. The worst thing that could happen to them is they get banned. But it's not like this is illegal. It's not like they're going to come after them. It's not like their main accounts are going to get banned because they don't know who these people are. 
It's not even like they're going to be out $8. Because if Twitter bans their accounts early before the whole month's up, they can just request a refund from their credit card company. So literally, it costs them zero. There is no risk in them doing this and trolling the shit and trolling a whole bunch of people on Twitter, which makes Twitter uh, much less the source of authoritative news because you can no longer tell what's fake and what's real, all because Elon Musk is greedy as shit. And then it started snowballing from there. Here's an account that looks like it's an official Pepsi account that says, Coke is better. Huh. Here's uh, Lockheed Martin. We'll get into that in a second. Here's uh, Chiquita Banana. We've just overthrown the government of Brazil. Here's APAC. We love apartheid. Looks real. Got a blue check mark. Here's uh, American Girl Dolls. Felicity owns slaves. I'm not even lying. Look it up. I guess Felicity is one of the American Girl Dolls. And then Chiquita, the, uh, the real account had to post, we apologize to those who have been served a misleading message from a fake Chiquita account. We have not overthrown a government since 1954. Actually, that's not the real Chiquita account. That's another fake Chiquita account, okay? So even I can't tell just by looking at it. That's how confusing this shit is. BP Global fake account says, uh, just because we kill the planet doesn't mean we can't miss it. Teardrop emoji. APEC, we love apartheid. Pepsi, Coke is better. Nestle, we steal your water and sell it back to you. Nestle is a desk cult. Um, Ted Cruz, checkmarked account. The first time I entered my human wife, I said, groaning into her ear, this is exactly how mother said it would feel. To which real life, Ben Shapiro says, oh my God, you got me kind of horny right now, Mr. Cruz. So, huh. I wonder why advertising are fleeing from Twitter in droves. I wonder what it could be. Maybe it's because it's no longer a safe place for brands at all. And uh, let's have a look at a few more. Here's one from a fake Tesla account, Tesla Real. Breaking, a second Tesla has hit the World Trade Center. Hmm, Seems bad to me. Another one from Tesla. We will be offering 10,000 vehicles to support the Ukrainian military. Our cars are the most advanced explosive device on the market. Oh, shit, Elon. What have you done? Another one from Tesla. Breaking a second. I already read that one. A second Tesla has hit the World Trade Center, but this is the problem with brand safety. This is why people are fleeing. Twitter is no longer a safe place to put their advertising dollars because this shit could happen to them now. They don't want to be associated anymore. He is literally sinking his entire goddamn $44 billion platform he just bought. Here's another from Tesla. Appreciation post from our amazing founders with uh, Elon Musk standing next to Ghislaine Maxwell. You know, right hand to Jeffrey Epstein. And uh, here's OJ Simpson. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I did that shit. Hey, it's got to be real. It's got a check mark. OJ confessing. Here's uh, Ben Shapiro. Check mark Ben Shapiro. Who says, Matt Walsh won't stop calling me and talking about genitalia. To which uh, President Biden says, I'm over here stroking my dick. I got lotion on my dick right now. Cool, Elon. It's all going splendidly from your... uh, money-making scheme and uh here's mr bean 
Blue checkmark. Real Mr. Bean. Gotta be real. Says, who wants Mr. Bean to eat their pussy tonight? I ain't even got a pussy, and I sort of want Mr. Bean to eat my pussy now. I don't know. It just sounds good to me. I don't even like Mr. Bean, but I want to eat my pussy for some reason. That's just hot. Uh, then, comedy back on fucking Twitter, y'all. Uh, Tony Blair replying to George Bush. George W. Bush says, I miss killing Iraqis. Got a blue check mark. To which Tony Blair says, same, to be honest. They love killing folks. It's real. It has to be them. George W. Bush is. It's verified. Dave Chappelle, folks. Apparently, Dave Chappelle has come out and apologized for being a turf. Dave Chappelle at Real Chappelle D, blue check mark, has to really be him, y'all. Says, Twitter is now the most accurate source of information about the world. Trans women are women. No longer Team Turf, y'all. Yeah. Finally came around. Apparently, he had a nice conversation. This is real. This is the real Dave Chappelle. It has to be. The surf says, I think it'll forever be career highlight that I convinced my biggest inspiration, the real Dave Chappelle, to no, to no longer be a turf. To which Dave Chappelle, who is absolutely real, says, thank you, Lance. You are an inspiration to many. And uh, yeah, then they suspended Dave Chappelle. Why? Why? It was obviously him. Another Benny Shapiro account says, the left says I can't make my wife wet. Well, yesterday, she pissed the bed. Owned libs. Triggered much, and I believe it. Wet ass p word all over that bed, and uh, Matt Walsh, totally the real Matt Walsh says, "I knew I was destined to dedicate the rest of my life to fighting gender ideology." When I saw a video of a small teenage boy wearing a dress and found myself undeniably attracted to him, this is the desired effect. Trans people are trying to turn us into pedophiles. I know, right? Why are they so sexy? Psh, Matt Walsh, who is real, who said this thing. And uh, yeah, I can't imagine. Well, advertisers are pulling out of Twitter. I can't imagine. Here's uh, Mario flipping everybody the bird from the real Nintendo of America account. It has to be real. Says Nintendo of America has a blue check mark. So I don't know. Seems edgy. Seems edgy there, Nintendo. But maybe it'll work out for you. And... Uh, <laughs> and then they gonna get sued so bad y'all elon musk is looking at so much pain and trouble in his future first off this tweet lockheed martin with a check mark we will begin halting all weapon sales to saudi arabia israel and the united states until further investigation into their record of human rights abuses next thing you know this actually happened folks they lost billions of dollars in stock. Their stock took a 5.48% tumble because of the fake accounts on Twitter. Huh? I wonder why advertisers are fleeing from you, Elon. Here's another example from this hero who crushed Elon, Elon Lilly, you know, the pharmaceutical company. Elon Liddy and co. Checkmark says, we are excited to announce insulin is free now. Yay, insulin is free now. Uh, yeah, they lost $16 billion in the stock market, y'all. This is 100% going to be a lawsuit against Elon Musk. He done fucked up, y'all. $16 billion. Holy shit. And yeah, like I said, we are excited to ask insulin free now. They had to post on Twitter. This is their real account from Eli, Eli Lilly. 
We apologize to those who have been served a misleading message from a fake Lily account. Our official Twitter account is Lilypad. Yeah, oopsies. Oopsies. Seems bad, Elon. And, uh, yeah, spokesman for pharmaceutical giant Eli Lilly says they're in communication with Twitter to address the fake but verified Eli Lilly tweet that has been up for three hours and has 1,500 retweets and 10,000 likes. Yeah, mm, too late. Too late for that stock market. And it wasn't just Eli Lilly who was hurt by this. Every manufacturer of insulin was hurt by this. Because anytime attention is brought to the fact that insulin should be free, that it's ridiculous, that it costs that much money, that it's a life-saving drug, that has basically been stolen by the drug companies and sold back to us, uh, basically that's extortion because you'll die without it. They all dropped because of these tweets. Nor- Novo dropped. Sanofi dropped, Eli Lilly dropped, all of them. And uh, Eli, what is Elon's response to this, folks? Of course, he has to double, triple, quadruple down on everything and pretend like, oh my God, this is so awesome. It's all going exactly as I planned it. I'm a super genius who doesn't make mistakes. So he literally he literally posted, quite the day, some epically funny tweets. Yeah, this will be shown in goddamn court. Remember how you laughed about it as they posted fake tweets that caused some of the companies that normally advertise with Twitter $16 billion in losses? It's hilarious. Crying laughing emojis. Super cool. And then, folks, it just got worse and worse from for Elon Musk from there. So you know he fired like half the staff? Well, they had a, a few bigwigs in there that were respected the company, that uh, people followed that motivated people to work hard still. And there are very important people that are working there, people that handle the security, the content moderation, and all the important ones resigned for a very good reason. Several top executives resigned from Twitter on Thursday, some of whom cited fears over the risk from Elon Musk's leadership in a stunning exodus that prompted federal regulators to warn they might step in. One of the most surprising was the company's head of moderation and safety, Yoel Roth, who had become the public face of the company's efforts to reassure users and advertisers that Twitter would not descend into a free-for-all. So the main person you'd want to keep, if you want to make sure your advertisers feel secure, that Twitter is a brand-safe place, this is the guy you wanted to keep around. He resigned. Uh Uh-oh. On Wednesday, he appeared on a Twitter... Space's public meeting to defend the company to advertise along Musk. Rolf was one of the number of resignations to include Chief Information Security Officer Leah Kissner, the company's Chief Privacy Officer, and its Chief Compliance Officer, according to people familiar with the matter, who spoke on the condition of anonymity to discuss sensitive internal matters. Several other members of the site's Privacy and Security Unit also had resigned as those remaining were trying to stop a wave of abuse in the company expanded paid services Twitter Blue. So he fucked everything up and all the most important people who made the advertisers feel secure because the site was secure resigned. And they all resigned for a very good reason, folks. Because you may not know this, but Twitter got in trouble a couple years back because they were harvesting all their users' information illegally. And so they were forced to sign a consent decree with the FTC, 
where they had to follow a series of rules. They agreed to follow them or else the FTC, which actually has power, they have a large stick that they can whack them over their head with, will step in and do something about it. Well, apparently the new Elon Musk team told all the engineers that you are responsible for verifying that everything you do complies with the FTC regulations, which these people, first off, they won't do because doing so puts them under legal jeopardy. They could be put in jail for that. And secondly, none of these people are lawyers, so they are not qualified to even know if what they're doing is in line with what the FTC wants them to do. So the FTC literally made them sign a consent rule that they will not release any new products without first telling the FTC about it and putting out like a, a long like dossier exactly how it's going to go and everything, which doesn't look like they did that either. So the FTC is now saying they're looking into stepping in this whole thing now that some of their advertisers have lost $16 billion in the stock market. It appears the FTC is aware of what's going on. Yeah. Strong statement from the FTC following the security and privacy departures at Twitter. We are tracking recent developments at Twitter with deep concern. No CEO or company is above the law, and companies must follow our consent decrees. I don't know if you guys remember, but Facebook violated a consent decree for the FTC, and they got slapped with a $5 billion fine. These people do not fuck around. So Elon Musk, I have a feeling, going to owe billions and billions in fines and penalties on top of everything else he owes for Twitter. It's just getting worse and worse and worse for this stable genius. And what is his response, folks? He's literally still laughing about it. He was, anyway. James Felton replied to him, a verified Mario gave everyone the middle finger and President Biden is talking about sucking his own penis. To which Elon post, laughing myself crying emojis. It's so funny. It's all going exactly like I wanted. It's beautiful how it's melting down around me. Now he deleted this, folks. Not standing by what he's tweeting. I went, look, he fucking, look, it's gone. He, oh no, it's still there. It was gone earlier. I wonder if he deleted it. It's just showing up for me for some reason. It's Yeah, it's back. Okay, it's still there. Still standing by it, Elon. It's all super cool. This is how I planned it, folks. But then, Oreo maker Mondelez pulls ad off Twitter citing hate speech. That was a big blow. One of the main advertisers of Twitter. This is one of many pulled all their ads, folks, because of the Twitter blue check mark fiasco. So the next thing you know, and I know you won't believe this, folks, but they removed the main idea that Elon Musk had to make money, which was selling the blue check marks. You can no longer buy a blue check mark. It spectacularly failed. He got Joe with the FTC. He's losing tons of advertisers, going to get sued for the billions lost in the stock market because of his stupid fucking idea, because he's a moron that doesn't know what he's doing. The chaos continues. Twitter pulls the plug on Twitter Blue. Subscription paid for verification blue check mark no longer available. So he had everybody work 80 hours a week, work them to fucking death, put a deadline, scare them to death if they didn't get this done. And they used it for a week and now it's gone. This is how it is to work for a billionaire. You just have to work your ass off, work yourself to death on his whims, and then they don't even use your shit after a week. Because he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. It's nuts. 
So then, folks, Mr. Laughing Himself Crying Emoji, all working as intended, sent out a mass email to all the employees in Twitter and warned them that they might go bankrupt. Dude just bought this company for $44 billion last week. One week later, talking about how he might go bankrupt. What a genius businessman he is. Elon Musk has sent his first email to Twitter employees, warning them to prepare for a dire economy and putting an immediate end to remote work. In the email sent to Twitter staff late Wednesday evening and obtained by The Verge, Musk warned that a weaker economy environment in the U.S. would mean difficulties for the company's ad business. That's not why, though. It's because you drove the advertisers away and your stupid decisions to sell your check marks made the site much less secure, much less trustworthy, and advertisers don't want to be involved with it anymore. It's not because of the economy, you dipshit. Now, the economy's not going to help. He goes on to say, frankly, the, econ- the economic picture ahead is dire especially for a company like ours that is so dependent on advertising in a challenging economic climate. He wrote, moreover, 70% of our advertising is brand rather than specific performance, which makes us doubly vulnerable. Musk said the company's top priority is Twitter Blue, which he just discontinued. It's revamped $8 a month subscription that adds a verified checkmark to the user's profile and unlocks additional features. Without significant subscription revenue, There is a good chance Twitter will not survive the upcoming economic downturn, he wrote. We need roughly half our revenue to be subscription. Uh Uh-oh. He just said a Twitter blue checkmark thing doesn't work out, that there's a very good chance they're going to go under, and they've already removed it, so uh, not looking good. In a one-sentence follow-up email sent shortly after, Simply said on top priority, Musk said over the next few days, the absolute top priority is finding and suspending any verified bots, trolls, and spam. Yeah, there's that moderation, isn't it? And also he ended a work from home, which is just going to make his employees less loyal to him. And also the people resigning, who everybody's loyal to, is also going to make the remaining employees less loyal to him. So there's going to be people who are less motivated to work and do a good job. And also people that probably just going to straight out sabotage the website because they hate Elon Musk. So uh, all bad, all stupid, all misfires from the world's richest person. But uh, some people suggested that he was only threatening bankruptcy because he wants to force the people that he borrowed the billions of dollars from Twitter from to give him uh, better loan terms. I don't know if that's true or not, but this whole thread explains how he might just be uh, threatening bankruptcy in order to try to get a better deal for himself. But, like, that still doesn't make him look good. Still not going to help any of his other businesses. It's not going to make anybody give him any money in the future. Uh, and it's just going to get him sued. So I don't know if that's the truth or not. And uh, he's just making shit up, folks. Of course, he's the fucking victim in all this. His stupid ideas are the ones that cause all these problems. But then he goes out there and says, As Twitter pursues the goal of elevating citizen journalism, that is not your goal, motherfucker. Your whole goal is to make money. If your goal was to elevate citizen journalism, you let the shit alone and you will be funding Twitter with your own money and not trying to make a buck off of it. If that's what you're really concerned about, you're just full of shit. He goes on to say, media elite will try everything to stop that from happening. The media elite is not trying to stop it from happening, dude. Advertisers are fleeing from you because you made bad decisions because the trolls who normally love you, the toxic trolls are fucking some of your biggest fans. They turned against you, and also the left decided to troll your ass because you made it incredibly easy for only $8 to destroy your entire website. 
That's how short-sighted you were. And I agree with Jeff here. He says, what does this even mean? Citizen journalists aren't a thing. Citizen journalists aren't attending White House press briefings. Citizen journalists aren't reporting from war zones. Putting one's own spin on what one saw on TV doesn't make you a citizen journalist, but it doesn't have anything to do with that anyway. He's just trying to spin it and play the victim and not take any responsibility for anything. But uh, one bright note from this is at least Tumblr got an opportunity to troll Twitter. Tumblr will sell you two useless blue check marks for $8. That's right. You get double blue check marks. They don't do anything. They're just for looks, but if you want to have those on Tumblr, you control the shit out of Twitter and have two blue check marks for a one-time price of $7.99. So I don't use Tumblr, but if you do, you might want to get some of those check marks. And that is my Hishab Elon coverage. I love this train wreck, folks. As someone who covers Twitter for a living, it's the greatest goddamn day of my life. Hell yeah. And all right, folks, let's read the Super Chats. Appreciate you guys for super chatting me. Hit the like button if you would, folks. Also, uh, uh, don't bail out. We have a huge Chud Watch uh, still coming for you guys. Lots of show left. Going to go into overtime. Let's read the super chats. So Ryan McFadden, right-wing radio host. Hey, you can't read these very well. Why? All right, let me just do it the other way. Fuck off then. Uh, MJ, $2. Thank you, MJ. K Drew M, $5. After spending six hours in the hospital because my dad had to have his... Half his foot amputated. I need this today. I'm sorry to hear that. That's awful, but I'm glad you joined us. Hope you do better. Uh, Joe LaFar, daughter. Thank you, Joe. Uh, Verum Terra is a dust buddy. Woohoo! Welcome. You're already a dust buddy, though. Let's get it on, baby. Let's do it. Uh, hi, Dusty. Keep up the great work. I'm going to fix you up with my sister. Is she attractive? Because if she's not, then don't do that. But if she is, uh, send her my way. How old is she? Dusty, hallowed be thy name. Hell yeah. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Thank you, big black Corvette. Mr. Tess, we're going to plug $2. Thank you. Love the show, Dusty. Hey, love you. Bass it out, gang. $10. Your show rocks, Dusty. Keep up the great work. I will. I will keep doing what I do as long as people like Stockham619 keep giving me $100. Very generous. It is heroes like you that will make sure I continue to do the show. Thank you, Starcom. Uh Two seagulls. Ashley Namanaka Solununuoka. You speaking in tongues to me? I hear you. Lori Bursett became a dust buddy. Hell yeah. You guys also can become a dust buddy for $2.99 a month and get customized emojis to spam the chat with and become some of the coolest human beings on earth because dust buddies, that's where it's at. So do it. Click on the button over here and become a dust buddy. Spam the chat with impunity with all those cool emojis. James Hodge. $5. I love seeing conservatives go all soy face when the talk of think when they talk or think about Musk. I thought these guys hated soy faces. Yeah, but they're all full of shit all the time anyway. Angry hairpiece, pasta spoons make the best back scratchers. I need one. My back scratcher broke. God damn it. I was itching like a motherfucker. Uh purse perk pinnacle. $6.99 Canadian. Have you been looking? Have been looking forward to this all week after a fairly successful midterm election. Hell yeah. I was going to uh, do a show Wednesday, but I wanted to wait and see how the Bobert race came out. I don't know if you guys knew this, but everybody was like uh, psyched because it looked like Lauren Bobert was going to lose. She was way behind, but now she's come back and it looks like she might eke out a victory. We still don't know yet. She still might lose. They're still counting the votes. Hopefully she'll lose, but uh, she is in the lead last time I checked, unfortunately. So sucks. 
Urban Mass, $5. Gen Z gives me hope. I hope we can at least leave them a planet to rebuild. Hell yeah. I'm willing to do my part to entertain them and hopefully uh, change their mind. Republicans say we need to win over voters. What they mean is we need to lie vo- to voters' faces. Uh, they mean what Nick Fuentes says. We need to force them to believe we want and put a dictator in power. Absolutely, $5. It is shallow and limiting to never date a Christian, no matter, oh, is it shallow or limiting? To never date a Christian, no matter the compatibility or how casual they are with their faith. I would date a Christian. I would be honest about what I felt about Christianity. I would still argue and debate with them, but I would, you know, I'd marry them. It would be a problem. I wouldn't disqualify you for that. Now, maybe if you were a Trump supporter, I would disqualify you. Definitely, but not just because you're a Christian. Like, I was born and brainwashed by that whole system. It could happen to anybody. And welcome to somebody's Yarb. Hell yeah, you're one of the cool kids. Do the things. You're Randolph Gallagher. Jesus is real. He's on Twitter. That's been fair. I did see that Jesus got verified on Twitter somehow. So stupid. They don't know what the hell they're doing over there. Matt the Trucker, finally able to catch your show, even if a little late. No forgiveness. But that ain't much, but at least buy Kitty Chow or uh, a shout out to Half Stash. Hell yeah. You guys love Half Stash. Thank you. I will buy them something nice in your honor. And $10 from Orion McFadden, right-wing radio host, were arguing with their callers that loyalty is a strength and they don't eat their own like the left, which the reply of callers was, that's why they're winning. Cheers, mate. Uh, yeah, they seem to be pretty mad about uh, Ron DeSantis and Trump feuding, which we're going to cover next. So they are eating their own. All right, folks, more Super Chats, please. Got to read all the rest of the Super Chats at the end of the show, so you still have plenty of chance to both support the greatest show in history, which you know you want to do. It'll make you feel good in your bones. But also, immortalize yourself. In the super chats, and it's the light bulb of the show, so uh, do it. And uh, now it's time for some Chud Watch. So now that the midterms are over, it's time for Donald Trump to start attacking Ron DeSantis. We knew this was going to happen, folks. Donald Trump is so insecure. He can't stand the thought of anybody having the spotlight. He can't stand the thought of anybody being popular in the Republican Party except for him. Everybody has to have total loyalty to him, 100%. They have to lay down, kiss his ring, lick his nuts, and stand aside if he wants to run. And if you don't do that, he's coming for you. He truthed out, now that the election in Florida is over and everything went quite well, it did not. Shouldn't it be said that in 2020, I got 1.1 million more votes in Florida than Ron DeSantis got this year? 5.7 million to 4.6 million? Just asking. Yeah, totally cool. Isn't that... The exact same thing. Isn't this an apples to apples comparison? Uh, no, it's not. People are much more likely to come out and vote in the presidential election. They take that much more seriously than the midterms. These two things are not equivalent whatsoever. But he's always got to try to suck his own dick because that's what he does. And then he really went after DeSantis. No hose bar now, folks. The gloves are off. Trump says, Now the midterms are over and a success. He's shameless. 
News Corp, which is Fox, The Wall Street Journal, and uh, the no longer great New York Post, Bring Back Coal, is all in favor of Governor Ron DeSanctimonious, an average Republican governor with great public relations who didn't have to close up his state, but did. Unlike other Republican governors, whose overall numbers for Republican were just average, middle of the pack, including COVID, and who has the advantage of sunshine, where people from badly run states up north would go no matter who the governor was, just like I did. Ron came to me in desperate shape in 2017. He was politically dead, losing in a landslide to a very good agricultural commissioner, Adam Putnam, who was loaded up with cash and great poll numbers. Ron had low approval, bad polls, and no money. But he said that if I would endorse him, he could win. I didn't know Adam, so I said, let's give it a shot, Ron. When I endorsed him, it was, though, to use a bad term, a nuclear weapon went off. Years later, they were the exact words that Adam Putnam used to describe Ron's endorsement. He said, I went from having it made with no competition to immediately getting absolutely clobbered after your endorsement. I then got Ron by the star of the Democratic Party, Andrew Gillum, who was later revealed to be a crackhead by having two massive rallies with tens of thousands of people at each one. I also fixed his campaign, which had completely fallen apart. I was all in for Ron, and he beat Gillum. But after the race, when votes were being stolen by the corrupt election process in Broward County, and Ron was going down 10,000 votes a day, along with now Senator Rick Scott, I sent in the FBI and the U.S. attorneys, and the ballot theft immediately ended just prior to them running out of votes necessary to win. So Trump here is apparently admitting to using the FBI to interfere in elections? Somebody should investigate this, huh? Somebody needs to get a statement from the FBI immediately. I stopped his election from being stolen, says Trump. So full attack mode. But I don't know if it's going to work, folks. Trump even started to lose Tim Pool. You know it's bad when Tim Pool turns on you. Tim Pool posted what Trump said and said, Holy shit, Trump is over! So, uh, half of the people following Tim Pool agreed, half of them didn't, half of them were still winning to suck Trump's nuts, and I were like, yep, he's over. Tim Pool also said, Trump crying about DeSantis right now on True Social makes him look weak as fuck. It's true, but as TJ rightly points out, this is literally who he's always been. This is who he was the entire time you had your lips around his cock. True. Also, same as when you had your lips around his cock, DJ. But I don't, DJ's so much better now. I don't want to show him. We're not going to bring up the past. TJ's way better now. Anyway, get him, DJ. And uh, even Candace Owens is starting to turn on Trump, folks. This is how bad it's getting this week. The rioter eating their own, and I love it. Daily Wire's host Candace Owens turned on former President Donald Trump on Wednesday. Let's see. Trump actually got upset with me because, and here's the great irony, the richest irony, the Daily Beast ran a headline regarding that live Instagram that you just heard from me. And the headline was, Candace Owens says Trump is pro-vax because he's too old to understand the internet. I never once called Trump too old. I did never once said that Trump could not understand the internet. 
And yet somehow he got that information and believed it to be true. He thought that I said that he was too old and that he couldn't understand the Internet and did not quite get the information that actually what I was saying was a defense of him so that his supporters would still believe in him. Not only was he just mad, by the way, he then during a golf session with some mutual friends of ours had a person next to him who was egging this on saying to Trump, and I know this because, again, this is a mutual friend, aren't you mad at Candace? Aren't you mad at Candace? Aren't you mad at Candace? And eventually he was like, yeah, I'm so mad at Candace. I'm so mad at Candace. And this got back to me that he was upset with me, that he was angry at me. And the next time that I saw him, he was quite rude to me. He was actually rude to me. I'm telling you this personal story because I think it is something that made me for the first time question him as a person. So you have an individual that spent years defending you, right? Right. And that individual gave you a completely kind and fair interview. So you yes. said something yourself that your base didn't like, and you somehow transformed that into something that I did wrong. That's unacceptable. That is, that is not being a leader. That is not owning things that you did wrong. That is not owning that you misunderstood something about your base. That's not growing. That's not developing. In fact, he should have tried to understand why the base was so upset with him, which would have led to the fact that his base is... So anyway, even Candace turned on him, saying Trump needs to look in the mirror. He don't want to do that because uh, that's a horrifying picture. So good. Let him fucking fight. And the Murdochs, who own Fox News, are all in with DeSantis now. Here's the New York Post, who used to do nothing but suck Trump's dick. Here's what they just had on their front page. Don, who couldn't build a wall, had a great fall. Can all the GOP's men put the party back together again? Trumpy Dumpty, oh shit. Let them fight, I love it. And uh, Fox News ran this ad on True Social. Conservatives point finger at Trump after GOP's underwhelming election result. He's never been weaker. Some conservatives are saying it may be time for the GOP to ditch Donald Trump after election results in the Senate and elsewhere showed a lackluster push from his candidates. Finally, I can't believe they're finally turning on him. I thought it would never happen, but it's too little too late. You guys have gotten destroyed, and you should. And uh, check it in on True Social that says, who falls for this crap? And on True Social, there's a sponsor truth that says, did you know Donald Trump is prophesized in your Bible? Not only did I not know that, I still don't know that because it's not true, you fucking cult member idiots. And, uh, and folks, uh, Benny Johnson show, once again, saying the quiet part out loud, uh, exactly what they want from a president. And I'm just saying, folks, this sounds a little bit like fascism. Will Republicans use power? This is my question. Will they wield power? Because if you you have a single takeaway as the result stands right now, it is that what the Republican electorate wants is a strong executive who utilizes and wields power over his enemies and then destroys his enemies and makes them grovel, makes molten salty tears flow from their faces as Ron DeSantis did with Disney. Man, have you ever think about a timeline that we're living in right now? The timeline we're living in right now is that Elon Musk just endorsed Republicans for Congress. You had that going yeah. for you. You have Schenck Uger, Kami, Schenck Uger, your best friend, Charlie Kirk. I, I'm, big, I'm really close with the I live Kirk. every day as a capitalist. Your best friend, 
voting for a Republican, flip Democrat, but a Republican, Rick Caruso. And then you have essentially every headwind of every headwind of culture heading our direction and we couldn't deliver a victory. However, of course, Florida, we showed the way. The path was a strong, people rewarded a strong executive who wields power on their behalf. And what we won't get in this Congress, what I'm fearful of, Rich, and maybe you can take my fears and put them to sleep, but I doubt you will, is that we will get Paul Ryan 2.0. You will get a Paul Ryan 2.0 Congress where nothing- so Yeah, just wield your power, destroy your enemies, crush people. Super cool, righties. And uh, then folks, the Lincoln Project put out a new ad to not only troll Trump, but to try to create a greater rift between Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump, because I think everybody's going to love them battling out against each other. Everybody's going to love the war. It's going to be hilarious. And some people were mad at the Lincoln Project because they thought this was an endorsement of Ron DeSantis. I didn't see it that way. Maybe it is. But I saw this as literally just a naked, transparent attempt to try to own Trump. And it's hilarious how transparent it is. It's hilarious how over the top it is and how they're just trying to shove it in Trump's face so much to get under his skin. Let's have a look. It's hard to watch, isn't it, Donald? Ron DeSantis betrayed you to become a star, raising millions by stealing your act. Winning straw polls and fans, they're running to Ron, and Ron's running against you. You made him, and he betrayed you. He's laughing at you, running against you. He's taking everything from you, and by the time you fight back, it will be too late. Sad. (laughs) Sad. So sad, Trump. He's going to destroy you. There's nothing you can do about it. So you know that's going to get his ire up, cause him to act out uh, uh, like he's going to do anyway. But it's going to be funny to watch. And then Dark Brandon rising again, like Biden growing on me every week. Here was his response when somebody talked about how strong Trump's political movement is. He laughs at him. G7 conversation was tied to your predecessor who is about to launch another campaign. So how do you reassure them if that is the reason for their questioning that the former president will not return, that his political movement, which is still very strong, uh, will not once again take power in the United States? (laughs) Well, um, we just have to demonstrate that he will not take power. He's like, Trump's really strong. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, bullshit, Biden says. I think Biden would love to run against Trump again. Uh, we'll see if that's a mistake, but... Uh... <sighs> then, folks, once again, they're just saying the quiet part out loud again. Here they are asked directly, uh, what do you want to impeach Biden for? And they have no idea. They don't care. Impeach him for fucking any... Just make some shit up. Who cares about democracy? Who cares about right and wrong? Just harm him and get him out of there because he's on the other side. Well, while Candace is here, I feel like I can count on you to be with me about impeaching Biden immediately. I am 100% on board with <laughs> Biden immediately. Candace already impeached him. Hold, hold, hold. I, I just have Biden. one. This, I don't want to get too caught up on technicalities. For what? 
<laughs> but don't be ridiculous. It's a ridiculous question. Doesn't matter. Just impeach well, him. Impeach him, and we'll figure it out afterwards. <laughs> uh, you got you to impeach him to find out what you. you impeach. Get yeah. yeah, just impeach him. Don't worry. Make something up. Who gives a shit? They're like cops. I'll find something to get you on. Depressing. And then. <laughs> Bastion of masculinity, alpha male, Lindsey Graham. He's all worried about Herschel Walker, y'all, and he knows why people are mean to Herschel. They have treated him like crap. His family stand by Herschel tonight. If you can give, give. If you know somebody that can give, ask them to do it. Team, they have. That's right. They hurt Herschel Walker so bad, y'all. I'm about to cry. I do declare I got the vapors. I can't believe they going after his family, y'all. And uh, you know why they're really going after Herschel Walker? It's because we hate black people, apparently. Most important point I'm going to make tonight. They're, they're trying to destroy Herschel to deter young men and women of color from being Republicans. If they destroy Herschel, it will deter people of color from wanting to be a conservative Republican because you just have your life ruined. We cannot let that happen. We need, his, we need to have his back. If Herschel wins, he's going to inspire people all over Georgia of color to become Republicans, and I say all over the United States. Okay, it literally has nothing to do with it. His race, zero to do with it. It has to do with these policies. You know how I make fun of white folks? all day long who have the exact same policies Herschel Walker does it's because these policies are bad for our society they hurt us they are stupid ineffective push us in the wrong direction that's a hundred percent has nothing to do with his race whatsoever Herschel Walker's not a Herschel Walker's not a moron because he's black Herschel Walker's a moron because he's a walking concussion he's an idiot who's on the wrong side of every fucking issue it's just so stupid so transparent not going to work, Lindsey Graham. And uh, speaking of which, Ted Cruz is out there stumping for Herschel Walker now. They know this seat in Congress is going to be very important. So they want to make sure Herschel Walker wins. So they're sending out their big guns, Ted Cruz, which is fucking awesome. I think the more he shows up with Ted Cruz, the more Ted Cruz goes around and stumps for him, the worse it's going to be for him. However, this is an hilarious clip, folks. Here Herschel Walker does his uh, rambling, word salad, mumbly, jumbly nonsense. And Ted Cruz got to sit there and just smile and nod like he understands or it makes sense or it's intelligent whatsoever. Watch this cringe shit. He's a hypocrite and being a pastor, I say this. How can he keep the almighty oath to the almighty God and he keep it for them? He hasn't kept it for neither nobody. So that proves the type of man he really is. That's right. right. How come he ain't kept the... Almighty, almighty, old, old to the God who said to keep in the man to the do the thing to the put hood shot How come he didn't do that data? What is it about, Bob? And uh, Ted Cruz is like, uh huh. So, Cruz, you're the totally. lead blocker here. You're going totally. to have to open up some holes for 100%. Hirsch. Well said, Herschel. Well said. Let's put this guy in Congress. Stat. And then, folks, I is disappointed, y'all. You know who a big chud? Sylvester Stallone. Not Sylvester! Oh my god. I don't even really like Sylvester Stallone, but I want to. I want to like you, but now I don't. Here he is on Fox and Friends explaining how he watches it every morning. Being on with us. Uh, my pleasure, really. We watch it every morning you without do? fail. Yeah. 
So you really? Yeah, I get all my information from you guys. Yeah, that's why I'm such a complete fucking moron. Yeah, I'm worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Of course, I'm a Republican. Yeah, fuck you, Sly. I'm gonna still pirate your movies, but uh, I'm gonna be less happy about it now. And uh, at least the conservatives are attacking and tackling the important issues, folks. Like how Republicans introduce a bill to make it a felony to perform drag shows in Tennessee. Good God. At this point, in evaluating results from the midterm elections, we know the so-called red tsunami simply did not materialize. The Democrats have some considerable losses and disappointments, yes. But we had a lot of considerable wins, too, including unexpected places, blah, blah, blah. Um, So anyway, per the bill's summary online, the legislation seeks to make it an offense for a person who engages in an adult cabaret performance on public property or in a location where the adult cabaret performer could be viewed by a person who was not an adult. Uh, so they just define cabaret any way they want to. Hey, how about taking kids to a football game where scantily clad cheerleaders are dancing around? How about taking a kid to Hooters? You guys going to make that illegal? No, no. You're just specifically targeting trans people and uh, drag queens because you're fucking bigots? Yeah, of course. God damn it. Come on, Tennessee! Do better. What a fucking embarrassment. And uh, more Jesse Waters, folks! So Jesse Waters telling himself here, folks. So you guys know what uh, the stereotype of the welfare queen was back in the 80s. So back in the 80s, there was this incredibly racist trope that was used to scare white people like conservatives always do and to be racist against black folks. And the trope was this. Black folks, a lot of them, are just lazy good-for-nothings who don't want to work. They just want to lay around and have a bunch of kids and have the government pay for it. They're leeches on our society. So to push this narrative forward, they came out with this trope, this stereotype of a black person, usually a black woman, who they called a welfare queen. And they used this trope to spread fear and racism to white folks. So Jesse here about to talk about how in the 80s, We had this trope of the welfare queen, but apparently he thought the trope was good and accurate and and correct. And now we have a new type of welfare queen, which is college kids getting student loan relief. They're the new enemies we should fear. And that's also good. Let's have a listen. Responsible with money that they first took out a loan they were never going to pay off. That once you give them more money, it's not they spend fault. it on gambling no, and drugs. This is incentivized. This is the new welfare queen. Remember back in the 80s, the, it was that little, you know, you're driving the Cadillac. <laughs> that little, and he stopped himself. Yeah, that little black person. Remember? Remember how we did that racist thing back in the 80s where we demonized black people and called them lazy good for nothings and made a bunch of white people afraid of them and scared them off? Remember how we did that? Yeah, that was super cool, wasn't it? You're taking this welfare. Now, the new welfare queen 
is a 30-year-old white chick with a grad degree who's in Cancun taking selfies saying, hashtag, thank right. you, Joe Biden. <laughs> Boys, we don't have a lot of time. Yeah, well, for Queen, that was great when we used that before. Let's do it again. Worked well the first time. Just holy shit. The biggest scum on the planet. And folks, who loves overtime? You love overtime. You know you do. And I still got plenty of show left, so be sure to reward me in the Super Chats for overtime. Support the show. Do it to it. Move it right along, folks. I'm going to skip that one. Last up on Chud Watch. Bad week for Alex Jones, which is great. A bad week for Alex Jones is a great week for the rest of us, folks. Apparently, he's been ordered to pay another nearly $500 million. This on top of the billion dollars he already owes, folks. So, bankrupt this motherfucker. Uh, grind him into the ground. Love to hear it. $473 million more dollars to Sandy Hook. Now, obviously, they won't ever get all of that. But maybe they'll get everything. Maybe they'll take his house and his cars. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I can hope, can I? And that is... My Chud Watch. What you got to say, Dirty Sexy Pores? Over time! Hell yeah. Guys, know you love it. PPP loans, anyone? I know, right? Free money? They're the real welfare queens. The real welfare queens have always been like uh, corporations, though. They take kickbacks. They socialize the risk, and they privatize the gains. Where can I donate? Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know if you're really talking about me, but you know how to donate. You know how to that. Alex Jones, it broke to his bones. Uh, not yet. Still worth hundreds of millions of dollars, but hopefully he will be. Your show is not just news show for me. It's a comedy show. Well, it's supposed to be comedy. All the news is depressing as fuck, and the only way I can cover it is to try to make light of it, try to make us laugh while we're doing it. Um, hopefully I do a good job of that, because otherwise, God damn it, how could anybody stand to deal with this depressing bullshit all the time? And move along, folks! Only got like one hero. It's divided into three sections, but it's an important one, so let's do it. We could be heroes like Billy That's right, Billy Boy. My favorite dude in the world. Love him. So, folks, they did it. The Ukrainian soldiers liberated uh, Kherson. Is that how they pronounce that word? It's one of the first towns the Russians took over. And it's not going well for the Russian war effort. All these conscripts they sent over there, all these poor young men who weren't properly trained, not given any equipment, not given any ammo, or just being murdered in droves. They're murdering hundreds to thousands of them every day. So they abandoned this town that they annexed because they can no longer hold it. And now for the first time since the war, Ukraine has gone back in and liberated it. Here's the Ukrainian flag flying in the town square and some heartwarming footage of the Ukrainian soldiers being greeted as the heroes they are and the liberators by the people who underwent the uh, nightmarish uh, occupation of the Russian soldiers. They seem pretty psyched about it. 
makes you feel good, don't it? I can imagine what a nightmare it was for them. Can imagine what they went through. Look at those smiling faces. The horrors they must have seen. Imagine the feeling of it being over. Seem pretty thankful. Let's watch one more video to warm our cockles up. Got to hoist them on their shoulders. Cheering. I don't know what they're saying, but I'm assuming they're saying, uh, fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Joe. I'm pretty sure it's three word chant. So what else could they be saying? I don't know. It's about to, uh, fact check me on that. But cool. Love to see it. Good job. More of this. Hopefully everybody in that country will be free soon. And that is my hero section. And let's move into a real, real, real quick beyond parody section. I guess I'll go ahead and play the graphic anyway. Beyond Parody. First off, on this week's Beyond Parody, another one of these masculinity Twitter accounts. And uh, here's why this one's Beyond Parody. Because I'm with this person who made this comment. I had to read this four times before I realized this is not two people talking to each other in this tweet. So first off, Beta Male says, so where do you want to go? And the Alpha Male says, you're going to have the best night of your life. I'll see you at 9 p.m. Wear that tight dress. And I'm like, what? Are they gay? Is the Alpha Male dominating the Beta? What is happening here? And then finally it occurred to me, this is so stupid, but uh, these are what each individual person is saying to the woman. The beta male says to the woman, so where do you want to go? And the alpha male says, you're going to have the best night of your life. I'll see you at 9 p.m. Wear that tight dress. That's why alpha male, they don't even ask. They don't even want your fucking opinion. They'll tell you what you want, Missy. And the beta male is like, I care about your feelings and your opinions. So that's bad. Don't be beta or be alpha, apparently. And uh, confusing, though. You're, you're very confusing. Masculinity rediscovered. And uh, then, speaking of uh, super alpha males. Oh, my God. I'm going to make so many short jokes, and I should feel bad because I'm only 5'8". I'm not tall. I'm a little manlet myself. But uh, little munchkin from Australia came over here to stump for MAGA and going to tell us all why. Um, we need to save America Do before we? we can save Australia. Why is that? So this is, uh, I've come here to sacrifice three months of, of my life wow. to, to support MAGA, the, the MAGA candidates. I've been to Arizona, New Mexico, and Florida. And Where did you come from? Did you work and play and sing all day in the Mario Land of Oz? And uh, for, for me, it's just important that in order to save Australia, uh, I, need, I wanted to be here uh, to make sure that, that we get the right people uh, over the line. Shut up, little fella. Nobody needs your help. Go back to where you came from. Embarrassing. And all right, cool. That is my very short. I get it. Very short. <laughs> I cracked myself. Very short beyond parody. Now move it along. Let's do some trash world. Trash world. Trash world. It's the dumpster fire. It's the hellish trash world. Trash world, I'm short, but I'm still making short jokes. I'm a hypocrite, y'all. Trash world. First off, 
On tonight's Trash World, you guys heard about Sam Bankman Fried? This deal was worth $24 billion, y'all. 20, no, $26 billion. I was wrong. $26 billion. This dude lost $26 billion this week. He is now worth zero. So this is one of the uh, crypto bros. He had a company called uh, FTX, which is some kind of crypto exchange. But what happened was they had people deposit money into his company, and they were over leveraged. They didn't have enough money to pay everybody who made deposits, so there was like a bank run. So people tried to withdraw their money from his company, and there wasn't enough money, so the entire house of cards collapsed on him. Most people don't realize this, but when you get up into the billions of dollars in income, it's more theoretical than anything. It's like, theoretically, I own all this stock. So theoretically, if I were to sell this stock right now, and theoretically, if there was somebody out there to buy it, then I would theoretically be a billionaire. But since you don't actually sell that stock and nobody actually buys it, you're not really a billionaire. You're just a billionaire in theory. And since it's just a theory, it can all go away in a fucking heartbeat. So another example of why you should not invest in crypto. And uh, this was one of like the main crypto companies, y'all. This guy was called the white knight of crypto. He was so rich that he would go in and he would bail out other uh, crypto companies that were failing. Because they have to keep the bubble inflated. They know their wealth is basically uh, not based on anything. And if that bubble collapses, their wealth goes in it. So as crypto goes down, they have to continuously funnel money into it to try to keep the crypto crisis, to try to keep Bitcoin stable so that other idiots will think it's stable and buy into it and it won't collapse and they'll keep their money. That's why when you see the price of crypto go down, these people are jumping on the spot to dump more millions in it to reinflate the bubble. Well, it did work and the dude lost uh, all $26 billion, went to zero, Seems bad. And also, I guess like he wasn't a, I don't know if he was a terrible guy or not, but apparently he did uh, donate a bunch of money to Democratic causes. So he's not like a left-wing guy. He's a crypto bro, which makes him pretty useless. But at least he uh, donates to some Democratic causes while he had the money. So anyway, I'm sure he'll be fine. Imagine being worth six, $26 billion and not just putting a couple billion dollars aside somewhere to live off the rest of your life. If I had a billion, if I had a million dollars, I'd never fucking work again. I don't understand these people. Why do you keep working if you already have enough money that you never have to think about money again the rest of your life? What is the purpose in that? Seems like mental illness. And uh, took Bitcoin with him, folks. Bitcoin dropped heavily. Was up around $22,000 and now down to sixteen eight. So uh, the last year, Bitcoin has dropped almost 75%. So if you buy a Bitcoin uh, a year ago today, if you put $1,000 in a Bitcoin a year ago, you now have $250. Bad life decisions. People get mad at me. Dusty, why do you keep shitting on Bitcoin? It's a good investment. It's not. It is gambling, and you're very likely to lose all your money. Don't do it, in my opinion. But hey, do what the fuck you want to do with your money. And... uh Then, folks, a big shout out to Jamie on the Dro Rogan experience. Jamie, the hero that we all need, I guess. So, piece of shit, Joe Rogan had Matt Walsh on his show so they could spend two hours just shitting on trans people, spreading lies and misinformation, uh, 
you know, just give him carte blanche to say whatever he wants to, to be a transphobic bigot, bigot, exactly what you'd expect of Joe Rogan. And uh, lied his ass off, folks. This dude is the expert on the right about trans issues. Doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Doesn't care. Will still lie about it. And Joe Rogan didn't fact check him, but Jamie did. And at least he got caught out on the air. Let's have a look. How many people have had this done? Depends on what. I don't think we have exact numbers, but it's if we're talking about the drugs, it's, I mean, millions. That's right. Millions, folks. Millions of kids are on hormone blockers. I mean, sure. Uh, the trans community is only like 0.05% of the population. They're less than half a percent. And of that, only a fraction of a fraction of a percent of that are kids who take hormone blockers uh, before puberty. Uh, so obviously this is bullshit. Just logically off the top of your head, you know this is bullshit. But it's millions, folks. Millions. Be very afraid. They're giving millions of kids hormones. Um. Are you talking uh, about hum- hormone blockers? Yeah. Millions of kids have been on hormone blockers? Really? Uh, I, I'm sure someone's going to fact check me on that. But my, my, my guess is that we're, in, we're into the millions now at this point. Yeah, that would be my guess. Um, uh, I, I can say for double mastectomies, the most re- I read a report recently that um, there were over 1,000 done between 2016 and 2019. And when you compare that to how many were done between, you know, 2008 and 2015 it's just a, it's a massive increase and uh, a th- over a thousand girls had double mis- gender gender affirming double mastectomies in that in that time frame and when and you that's say the, girls that's, you're talking about prepubescent right minors uh minors that's not the same as prepubescent by the way prepubescent is like under 13 minors are like 17 you have no idea why any of these girls had the surgery you have no idea what their medical issues are. You are not their doctor. You have not read their charts. It is none of your fucking business. But go ahead. And that's just up until 2019. And then we know that uh, there's been this exponential increase with all this stuff year over year. So um, it's it's a lot. It's too many. You know, one, having this happen to one kid is way too many. It's a lot more than one. Yeah. Look, if you're an adult and you want to do that and you understand who you are and what you are and this is how you feel you should progress, you're an adult. This is a free country. You should be able to do whatever you want. But when you're talking about doing that to children, the fact that so many people are on board and so many people are angry, if you have, like, people are going to be angry at us that we're having these conversations. No, we're angry at you that you're lying about the conversations. We're angry about you that you don't give a shit, that you don't know these girls' medical information, that you're not their doctor. You have zero idea anything about their lives, yet somehow you have a big fucking opinion about it. That's why we have a problem, Joe Rogan. You're not oppressed because you dare to speak out about it. Yeah, they will be. And I, and I also, I, I actually think that, uh, that, that this, should, this should. Remember, he said millions. It was millions of prepubescent girls and hormone blockers. Wouldn't be happening to. That's a very small number, if that's right. It I'll says over the last five years, there were at least 4,780 adolescents who started puberty blockers. And at a prior gender dysphoria. Less than 5,000. So, uh, way less than millions. You were just a little bit off there, Matt Walsh. A diagnosis. This says it's kind of undercounted, but that's... That would be a big undercounting. Less than 1,000 people a year. Yeah. Less than 1,000 a year. Yeah, I mean, I I would guess, you know, hundreds of thousands. Why are you guessing? You made a documentary about this. You literally traveled the country speaking about this. Why won't you Google it? Because you don't want to know the truth? Because then you have to actually tell people that it's not as bad as you say it is? But I could be wrong. 
million sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds great. Yeah. Um, it sounds yeah. like it could be true, so who cares? That's what Joe Rogan is thinking. Trash, Joe. Horrible. And uh, you guys remember this girl I covered? No, this is the wrong one. Okay, uh, let me go ahead and pull up the girl. I'll just cover this one. Uh, this one should actually kind of be in the Beyond Parody, but it's in the trash world because it's a police. So this North Carolina Sheriff Jody Green resigned after getting caught on tape making racial comments. Apparently, there were some uh, black folks that worked for him, and uh, he thought they were whistleblowing on him. So he got caught on tape saying, I'm sick of these black bastards. I'm going to clean the house and be done with it. They're gone, I'm telling you. That's a fair as I'm going to be. If they're not with me, they're against me, and they're gone. If I have to fire every motherfucker out there, guess what? I'm still the motherfucking sheriff, and I'll go up and fire every goddamn inaudible fuck them black bastards, he continued to say. They think I'm scared. They're stupid. I don't know what else to do with it. So it's just time to clean them out. There's a snitch in there somewhere telling what we are doing. Uh Uh-oh. And I'm gonna, I'm not gonna have it. Hell is coming. So of course he resigned after this came out, and uh, they immediately elected him again, folks. The racist immediately elected him for sheriff again. Why did you resign? Obviously, you didn't care about facing any kind of consequences if you're just gonna run again. So yeah, tell me racism is dead in this country, folks. And all they've done for themselves is shoot themselves in the foot. Because now we know he's a racist, there are going to be tons and tons of lawsuits from any black person that they arrest. And as always, the taxpayers are going to have to fund these guys' racism. So, uh, great job there. Columbus County should be real proud of yourself. And uh, remember on the last show, I covered the pigs stopping the guy who had a stick that helps him walk around because he's legally blind. Remember that? Well, the sheriff has apologized uh, that it happened, and don't worry. They've severely punished the two cops that did this uh, by giving them a two-day vacation. Two-day vacation, folks. That's it. That's all they got. Went up and harassed a blind man, arrested him for no fucking reason, two days off. Because fuck these pigs. The goddamn system broken. And uh, speaking of which, folks... They literally believe they have a right to kill you if you even mildly disrespect them. If you don't immediately obey their every command, they think they can kill you. Here's a crazy depressing story. Full of life and smiles. That's how 48-year-old Kenneth Vineyard is being remembered. He was such a kind and good man as evidence as he was acting as a good Samaritan, attorney Joel Sansone said. His family attorney is bringing to light to his death, which happened in a parking lot of the Walmart in Monica Sunday night. Sansone said Vineyard was helping a man who was shot right by his car while he was waiting for his fiance to come out of Walmart. An identified man insisted he step away and violently pushed Vineyard to the ground where he struck his head on the pavement. His fiance began to render aid to Mr. Vineyard, including chest compression, because he had no pulse. So basically, he was trying to give somebody CPR who got shot. A plainclothes cop walked up, told him to get away from the guy, 
He didn't immediately do it. He continued to try to save the guy's life. So the cop shoved him so hard, he hit his head on the ground and died. Executed for not immediately obeying the cop and stop saving, trying to save the guy's life. That's when Sansone said the man identified himself to the fiance as a police officer with Center Township. Just a few hours later, a vineyard died from his injuries. This appears to me to be another incident of senseless police violence. There was no excuse for the officer involved to engage in any physical act, let alone a violent shove that caused the death of a man who was just trying to help another human being he did not know. But don't worry, folks. His family will get millions and millions of taxpayer money, and the cops won't be held accountable for all, and they'll just continuously kill us all one after the other. Super cool. Back the blue. Don't you back the blue, y'all? If you don't block the blue, then you're responsible for crime and shit. Just so goddamn depressing. A cab. And uh, this is the girl I was talking about. Remember, on last show, I played this girl who went all racist, tried to attack uh, this black girl who was just working. Remember that? Could you stop? No. the n-word multiple times of course and yeah she got kicked out of school folks and the worst part was she was a senior imagine your parents spending all that money on you going to school and then you not getting any credit not getting to graduate getting kicked out of school because you're a racist fucking piece of shit yep that's what happened to you bad life decisions good i hope that fucking follows you everywhere make an example out of this bitch And then, last one, folks. So this is my uh, finale. And this should be in the what the fuck section, but I don't have enough material to do what the fuck section. But this is incredibly what the fuck. This is almost unbelievable to me. But this is real. I had to look this up to make sure this guy wasn't like an actor or trolling or doing this for some internet clout. I had no idea. But apparently he is just real. So this guy was stalking a girl who ran away from him. She And then he called the cops on her, apparently, or something. But here's his conversation with the cops. And the whole thing is as scary and bizarre as it fucking possibly gets. Listen to this. The Cracker Barrel, and I was going to play a song for a woman that I kind of like. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got there. And she saw me, and she immediately pulled away. And uh, I, I wasn't forcing her li- to listen or anything, you know. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to play the song for her, you know, give her her own choice yeah. if she wanted to be with me, you know. Okay. Does she know you? Yeah, I worked with her there for like five, six months. Did y'all have a relationship? No, we were talking a little bit. She was like it never really got serious. Okay. But anyways. I pulled up there, and I was in the other parking lot, and I saw her get in her car, and I was like, oh, shoot, it's my moment. So I pulled up there next to her, and she pulled away from me, and uh, so I chased her a little bit, just because, I don't know, women are crazy. Like, I felt like she, like, wanted me to chase her. Do you not think chasing somebody's crazy? Well, it's just like, I only went, like, a couple blocks down the street. I'm just saying, don't you think chasing somebody's crazy when when they're obviously going to want to... Well, I had my song playing, and I wanted to like her to hear it, maybe. Well, apparently, she didn't want to hear it, right? So what else happened? Let's get on with the story. Um, well, anyways, her her father called me up, and he made some threats to me and to my life. Okay. And so I just want to have his name what, on what, file. What oh, shit. 
Uh, I think he said he's gonna stab me, like, but he, he's like cussing at me. He said that, or he did say that. He said he says I'm gonna do something to you. I swear I do something to you. For chasing your daughter. Yeah, but it wasn't chasing. It was like going down a couple streets. Like, that's like fun to women. Like women like that. A little no, bit of excitement. No, they don't. Well, women don't like to be chased. What about like If I was a porn. father, I'd probably tell you the same thing. What about like BDS and porn, where women like to be have rape fantasies? Well, apparently this girl doesn't. Well, who knows? Most women do like having rape fantasies. Okay. Do you think she does? I don't know. But Apparently she don't. Well, so, so what do you want us to do? Well, I just want you to get his name on file, just in case he does do anything do you, do to you me. Do know his name? I know his daughter's name. What do you know his name? I know her name. I don't know his name. He called me from a restricted phone number. Okay. Here's, here, here's my suggestion. Leave her alone. Well, this is one song I made, and this was the final chance I was going to have. Here's my chance. Here, here's my advice. It's over. Leave her alone. Okay. Fathers will hurt you over their daughters. Yeah, but that's the thing. is She needs to have her own free will, man. You do listen, not understand. Listen, I'm a man myself, listen, bro, and listen, I have needs listen, myself. She, she's choosing her free will by telling her daddy what happened to you, and I'm telling you, stay away from her because he will hurt you probably. She's being controlled by him. That's, that's fine. That's fine. That's, that's her choice, right? Free well, choice, free will. I think she should go do porn. Okay, you need to leave. It's legal. You need to leave. Well. We're not doing anything. You need to leave. I'm, I'm having discussion on I'm having discussion telling you to leave. Are you threatening me with arrest? I'm not threatening you. I'm telling you to leave. This we're is done. a public property. Well, you can stay if you want. If you, if, you, if, you, if you do that on public property, I'll, you know, I'll leave you're, under... You're free, you're free to do whatever you want to right here, but we're not doing anything else. I'm just giving you advice. The girl doesn't want to talk to you. Yeah, but it's, there's something twisted about that. There's something twisted about the way you think it. I, I was going to let her make her own choice after the okay. song. Well, she's made her choice. And I just don't think she had a reasonable opportunity to make a choice, because I'm going to blow how up, and I'm going to be a famous how, DJ, and I'm going to be how, like... How old is she? Uh, two years older than me. 27. How much? 27. She's going to make her own mind. I'll speak with her. Is she working today? Uh, I think so. Do you have her phone number? Uh, I believe so. Uh, but I can't stop recording the video. Well, that's okay. I'll go buy her job. She works at right? Correct. Okay, I'll speak with her and then I'll get back with you, okay? All righty, sounds All good. Right, Thank right. you, guys. God, crazy as fuck. What in the goddamn hell? Holy shit, that's hard to believe it's real. This guy's gonna kill somebody. You know what? Lindsay's dad, I hope you see this fucking video. You know what happens when women don't ever, you know, come to terms with themselves? The bad shit happens. I don't know. Something um, the cops want to deny me trying to get her to be straight. Something is wrong about that. I don't see why these traditional ass motherfuckers think they can speak shit whenever it's this woke belligerent LGBT shit that has her right now. And her father is controlling the bullshit. I just don't see it. I'm older than your fucking father. That's how I feel right now. I've lived this life. I've been the greatest. I've been down and I've been about. I don't know where this is going, but um, 
fucking snakes, man. She was gonna lure me in a trap whenever I was gonna go, you know, play a song for her. It's just how it is. But uh, shout out to all my bros. I know that my dudes, you know, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really getting depressed recently, you guys. I feel like, uh... You're a loser? You're weird and creepy? Nobody likes you? Because you're real strange? You're psycho? Yeah, I understand that feeling! You are correct! And holy shit! Wow, what the fuck was that? God damn it. That sort of reminds me of something that happened to me when I was 19 years old. I was, a, uh, I I was goofy. Like, I didn't have any real skills in talking to women, and I uh, didn't have much confidence. And so I was working at the mall, 19 years old, and there was a girl working at, like, the ice cream stand at the mall. Um, and I thought she was really cute, so I wanted to talk to her, but she was working, so I didn't want to bother when she was working. So I went and sat in the uh, food court and waited for her to get off and do everything. Uh, so when she left work, I could talk to her. And I guess she noticed me sitting there waiting on her. I didn't really, I wasn't paying attention. I didn't notice that she sat, she'd noticed me, but I guess she did. And so she left work and started walking down the, uh, you know, the hall of the mall. And I walked up to approach her uh, just to make conversation. And I was like, hey, how you doing? Like, I'm Dusty. And uh, she started like giggling real loud with her friend and, the, and walking real fast away from me. And I looked and I was like, uh, are, are you scared of me? And she said, yes. And I was like shocked. And so I immediately started walking the other direction as fast as I could away from her. Because like I was like, oh, my God, this girl's frightening me. I, that was not my fucking intention. She thinks I'm weird. It just made me feel like real bad about myself, of course. But, you know, I understand why she felt that way. Because I was being fucking weird. Like, I just didn't know any better. I didn't think I was being weird. But thought I was just trying to meet a girl. But, uh life lessons of course i did the right thing walk in the fucking direction that's what you do if a girl shows any sign whatsoever she's not interested that is your cue to immediately get the fuck away from her as fast as possible because you don't want to be that goddamn guy definitely ultra psycho just weird as shit i'm sure we'll be seeing more of that guy in the in the future and uh all right that's my show let me finish up with the super chats if you bail out please hit the like button also uh, if you're watching this show on uh repeat apparently there's a new thing called super thanks uh where you can click a button down there by the chat and you can uh like tip me so if you want to do that that would be super cool i would appreciate it but at the very least if you're watching this on the replay leave a comment whatever comes to your mind it's very important just type in words and leave a comment if you could leave a comment about what you thought about the show what you liked or didn't like whatever that'd be great but anything counts so just any words that you can think of please type them in hit the enter button i would appreciate it all right martin beer 20 dollars. hey that's generous thank you martin let's see some ai art screaming right wingers monday all right i will work on that get in there my sister thinks you're cute dusty awesome she is right thank her for her honesty uh, dark dusty rises don't tempt me nobody said my videos were old today you guys are lucky. Just got home from work and hate starting in the middle, so I'll catch the replay. Love the work you do, Dusty. You keep me, uh, you make the world more, uh, more slightly better place. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you for the support, Mike. I do what I can. It means a lot. Uh, but the Ukrainians in Kherson voted 9% to join Russia. I know, right? That was totally legit. Definitely weren't afraid of the guns. 
And 2525 from Blazing Chronic, very generous. Sorry I missed the show. Forgive me, please. You know the rules. No forgiveness, except for you gave me $25, so you are immediately forgiven because uh, I'm a money slut. Any advice, man? Uh, shit's been dark. Any advice for what? It was actually a great week, so watch the show. Cheer up. No. Um, my advice is don't take life too seriously because this is probably some kind of just dark comedy simulation anyway. Not meant to be taken too seriously. Sorry I'm late. No forgiveness. But love you, Dusty. I comment on videos. Thank you. You are one of the heroes. Uh, YT Wanderer, GOP versus MAGA. Can't wait to see it. Me either. Let them kill each other. That would be great. Um, Dusty, she's beautiful. 46, no kids, never married, loves cats and dogs. She feeds straight cats in the neighborhood and makes good money too. All right, what she do? Cool, I could use a sugar mama. Mindfully Green, I love the show, Dusty. Effed and didn't type in the first super chat, but I would like to hear about your religious upbringing if you want to share. Uh, I grew up Pentecostal. I grew up like real crazy. It was like not quite as bad as snake handling, but almost that bad. You know, people were talking in tongues and passing out in the spirit and shit. And I was like the leader of my youth group. I was all into that for a long time. Crazy times, but I've made videos on that. So if you want to go watch my like super old videos, I uh, I talk about my crazy experiences. Highly recommended. Are you going to play Saints and Sinners VR game Retribution? Love this show. Probably. I'm waiting for the new Pixar headsets to come out. Uh, the problem with the modern headsets they have now is the field of view is so small. It's like you're wearing like goggles. You can't fucking see anything but a little circle in front of your eyes. Pixar makes these wide view things that makes it more realistic. Uh, and they have a new generation coming out uh, early next year. I'm waiting on that. Mindfully Green 49. Thank you, Mindfully Green. Oren McFadden, right-wing radio host, were arguing with their callers. All right, I already read that. Anything pop up? All right, cool. Now it's time to do a quick Q&A. If you bail out, please hit the like button. I very much appreciate it. Dusty, you're a sexy cat. Meow. Dusty, thank you for keeping me sane. Once again, peace out. Uh, see you. What the fuck? See you on the next one. Hell yeah. Thank you for joining me, Steve. Really appreciate that. Tonight was so much fun. Good night, y'all. It's always fun. You guys make the show good. It's only half because of me. You guys are the other half, uh, in my opinion. It's the best community on all of YouTube, and I love the fact that you guys have a place to hang out and uh, interact, commune, and joke with each other. It's cool. Dusty, Finna Elon Musk is going to zero, and a lot of celebrities in uh, L.A. are advocating for Rick Russo like Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg's trash. Fuck that dude. Love you, Dusty. Cold to Dusty. Thanks. Uh, chat peeps, love y'all. Hey, love you, John Pelosi. Thank you for joining me tonight. For Dusty, thumbs up. Hell yeah, thumbs up right back at you. Do you think Trump's song for 2024? It's not looking good for him. I'm going to say that. I don't think he has a very good chance now. Who knows, though? It's America. I would never count our uh, stupidity out, but we'll see. All right. Let's see what I've been watching this week. Let me check my... Uh, uh, I told you guys about the Weird Al movie already. That was pretty good. Uh, Ghost, the good show I've already told you guys about. The Peripheral's good. Nothing. Ain't nothing fucking out. Nothing happened this week that was any good. Nothing happened worth watching. Let's see if there's any movies that I've seen that I might could recommend. Haven't seen this one. I watched the Rip movie. wasn't very good. I haven't watched this one. Okay, nope. Nothing good out. Have not seen. Uh, I watched Woman King. I told you guys about that. So nothing new to report. 
unfortunately. Get your shit together, Hollywood! Oh, I did watch that documentary, um, God Forbid. It was about the pool boy that fucked the Falwells. And uh, it was okay. Like, his part was kind of small. It wasn't anything that I didn't already know. But it was funny because he just was sitting there explaining exactly what happened and just using the most uh, vivid language. And he was like saying, yeah, I fucked her. She took her uh, clothes off and we fucked. And then uh, he also described how Jerry Falwell Jr. was sitting in the corner masturbating the whole time. Yeah, he was in there jacking his dick off. And uh, then after I'd fuck her, he would come over afterwards and he would do cleanup and stuff. He talked about all that. So that was kind of interesting. But the majority of the documentary was just about how uh, Falwell Jr. was majorly responsible for Trump getting the evangelical endorsement that led to him becoming president. So it was interesting in that way, but uh, I give it a six out of 10, I guess it wasn't that great. And all right, let's see what you guys are saying here. Check out Jiu-Jitsu Kaizen. All right. Thanks for the recommendation. I did hear Gallagher passed away. I used to watch Gallagher when I was a kid. I told you guys that uh, growing up, I wanted to be a comedian. So I watched all the comedians and Gallagher was one of the ones, the main ones I watched. Uh, skating around his roller skates and smashing watermelons and shit. He stole that act from his brother. Thief. I still recommend anime. Not my thing. I just don't like it. I don't know. Black Panther. Is there a new Black Panther movie out? I hadn't seen it yet. Uh, When are you going to talk about Young Don? Are are you his manager? You are obsessed with Young Don. Why do you love that guy so much? I don't understand. There is The Last of Us HBO series come out that looks interesting. I will watch it, no doubt about it, when it comes out. I never play the games, but I definitely will watch the show, uh, for sure. Literal Cucky was a cuck. Conservatives are trying like they hate that stuff, but they don't. They get off on it. Has anyone seen Barry? I've seen all of the Barry. Amazing. One of the best acting performances ever uh, from that dude. Thank you for the AI graphics tutorial. No problem. Hopefully you guys uh, make some cool shit. If you guys make anything off my AI tutorial, be sure to like... Uh, Send me the pictures in Twitter, just the best ones, not all of them. Just your best creations that you learn how to do from my tutorial, I would love to see on Twitter. Barry is great, really dark, definitely like that. Sledgematic, yep. Rest in peace, Gallagher. Dusty, you've expired much laughter at the nuts. Hey, I do what I can. They basically write the show for me, so it's easy. I just have to be confident enough to speak for three hours without stopping. Um, I watched some of it, but just started. All right, cool. That's my show, folks. I sure appreciate it. Thank you, everybody, for the show tonight. As always, please consider becoming a patron. Dudes, I need more patrons. Like, I have less patrons than I had two months ago. It should be growing. It's going the wrong direction. Please consider helping me out. It's like a dollar to a month. If you guys are watching all my content, surely you can chip in a dollar or two for all the work I do for you. There is a link in the description of this video. It's right here. Click on it. Go to my Patreon. Please chip in a dollar or two. I would very, very much appreciate it for all my hard work. Um, I'll be back on Monday. It's only a couple days away, folks. Be here in no time. I'm sure some more interesting shit will happen for me to cover. Be sure to leave comments. Be sure to hit the like button. Be sure to subscribe. Do all the things. You know, you guys know how it works. I would appreciate it. All right, let's play some uh, Experience Machine, an original song with Dusty Smith, available on my SoundCloud. If you guys want to listen to my podcast without seeing my face, which is insanity, um, you can listen to it on iTunes, I think, and also Spotify, all of that. But also on SoundCloud, there's a link in the description of the video to that. I have a whole SoundCloud, so here we go. Experience Machine by Dusty Smith. My music is on there. Good night, everybody.
I love you. Go! Everybody.